one. And we are live here with the last real news till the big election, 2020 election, last show till then, till Judgment Day. It's it's just fucking wild. I mean, we were already just talking about it. Three days out, three days out. Tuesday, that's it. It's over. Well, it's not over, over because we got to count a shit ton of mail-ins. Where do you guys think this is going? Trump going to win? Are we going to keep the center? Are we going to take the house? Or do we lose everything? Go. I, I think Trump, uh, I think he's doing pretty good. Like, even the fucking fake news polls, like, at least in PA, like, there's some saying it's, like, either neck and neck or, like, Trump is actually winning. And when the polls start to do that, and, you know, they're going to be heavily Democrat biased to begin with, you know, that's that's something. Well, well keep in mind what happened in 16. The polls, as it got closer, started to close in. Polls are not precise, they're bullshit, but they sometimes can show trends. And I think the momentum, which is the key thing right now, is in Trump's favor by far. Trump's got the momentum. I agree. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Like, at least in PA, it, it's seeming pretty good. Like, at least, you know, I, I know you have some in, in, information, but I know, like, over here... You know, I, I see a lot of pro-Trump. But I also do see more of those Biden yard signs, but then again, those yard signs really don't mean anything necessarily. No, because the Trump supporters didn't have any as many up last time because they were scared to put them up. I know well, so many people's doors I've knocked on their Trump supporters, they don't have signs up because they're scared. Why would you put a target on your front lawn? I saw... So I saw when I was driving through when I was driving through Pennsylvania, I was driving on the turnpike on my way to um, on my way into New Jersey. And I was crossing to the, the there's like a huge bridge that, that crosses the Delaware River. Um, as I was getting on the Delaware, as I was getting on the Delaware River Bridge, there was a crane high there was a crane going sky high and on that crane was a huge trump flag right yeah so it's like you 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 can't help but see it it's like uh um i i don't think i've ever seen the level of enthusiasm i mean there was a lot of enthusiasm in 2016 i think it i think the enthusiasm is even greater this time around in Pennsylvania. Um, I think for um, nationally, I, I, I'm going to stick to what I said last week. I think if, if this is a, if this is an election with, with that's run, honestly, uh, I think Trump wins comfortably. However, I do think there's going to be foul play. And I think that's going to keep, uh, Joe Biden in the game. Well, uh, I think the I'm, only way he loses is if, is if the election's stolen from him. Mm-hmm. And I haven't, I haven't been here for the past few weeks, but I've pretty much said the same thing. And as I said before, we got on air. I'm, I'm more nervous 
for this election than I have been in the past. Mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm cautiously I'm cautiously optimistic because I'm here in Florida and it's a very conservative state, uh, you know, which is really reassuring. But then I also go back and like I'll talk to my friends in Denver who although they're conservative, Colorado is a very you know, blue state and so, you know, you get things like that and um I mean, I'm pretty much where Phil is at. If if the election were honest, uh, Trump would win ha hands down. But the Dems are talking out, you know, they're talking out contesting it. And as far as I know, they've already filed like loss. They've already filed the paperwork for lawsuits to contest it. Mm -hmm. so, Everybody has. They're going to contest yeah. it. And that's what I think is going to take the longest. I don't think the actual count's going to take the longest because even the people in the county I'm working on have said, we're going to know the results by 11 p.m. election night. And the reason they can say that so confidently is because in with all these mail-ins being thrown into it, the polls are going to be busy as usual, but during the day... It's going to be pretty low traffic. I think once, you know, and it's always the case, once work goes off, the polls are going to be chaotic. But with more people doing it by mail, yes, there's less capacity, you know, uh, capacity in these polling places, but that puts a lot more weight on county board of elections who actually counts the mail-ins and all that crap. The actual poll counting, the counting at the polls, should go pretty quickly. It's There's much larger staff. They're way more prepared for these things than in the primaries and i know at least in this county there's going to be people at everything <clears throat> we have so many poll watchers for both things i just think that by the end of the this week this coming week we're going to have an unofficial results everybody's going to kind of agree as to who the winner is but it's not going to be officially finally counted yet because there's going to be contested shit and there's going to be recounts. That's what's going to take a long time. But I can tell you, I'm going to talk about a Trump rally experience I had on Monday. But if you look at this picture right here, I have on the screen, I posted in the chat. Um, did I post in the chat or did I post the stream link? I posted the stream link. Well, here's picture two. This is Trump tonight when he was in Butler, PA. Look at the size of this fucking crowd. There is probably between 50 to 100,000 people in this crowd. It just keeps going back. And he has, and I'm not shitting you, a literal fucking fracking well back there because he's in fracking country. You can see in the back right here, the big American flag on it. This is amazing. This is a movement. This is energetic. You don't see this kind of crowd for Biden. There is no way Biden wins these swing states. No way. Legitimately, that is. Yeah. Um. I think I think he he's in a good bit. Like I, I'm gonna stick to my. Uh, I'm gonna stick to my original. Uh, I'm gonna stick to my original opinion. Um. I think the the Senate. I do get a little nervous about the Senate, so because 
I mean, if we, if, I mean, and that's something you could, we kind of have to talk about too, because it, I mean, we, even if Trump gets reelected, like, I mean, if he doesn't have the Senate, I mean, he's, there's only, he, he there's going to be a lid on what he's able to do. Yeah. Um, I think with the Senate, there's going to be, uh, I think people are going to be looking at uh, Michigan with John James. I think that's like, if if he can pull that off, I think we can breathe easy. Like that'd be a huge the, win to me. That'd, that'd be, be the biggest huge. Senate be, win of the night. Yeah, because there's going to be a couple of them. There's going to be a couple. There's going to be a couple races that we're going to have to look at. Uh, one's Maine. Uh, yeah. with 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 uh, Colin with Senator Collins. Uh, that did not. The fact that she didn't vote for uh, ACB that is definitely not going to help her. Uh, with her voter base. Uh, I think. Uh, I mean, the only save the only saving grace for her is that the her opponent is pretty to the left, like. So I mean that I don't think that the leftists, the far leftists, are going to really win Senate seats. Uh, um, so I think she could keep her seat essentially, um, but it, it's possible. I mean, it's all it's possible because I'm not sure. I'm not sure how much she won that seat by the last time. I'm not sure it was by much uh i'd have to look into that but anyway so the other the other the other seat uh colorado that's uh senator gardner's seat uh hickenlooper is going up against him and i think he's up on the polls which i mean i i always hate talking about the polls but like he is at, like hickenlooper is actually one of the one of the more popular um people in Colorado so I am definitely a little nervous as far as that goes as, it's interesting that you bring that up because um I'm actually originally from Colorado and I can tell okay. that I I don't actually know if you guys knew that or not but uh, -huh. uh but I I can tell you growing up uh there Hickenlooper Hickenlooper was very popular and uh, Hickenlooper was actually one of those Republicans that actually became a, a Democrat. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I will say this, relative to the Democrats that are there now, he's moderate in comparison. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't think that's going to make a difference because I think, I think that might actually translate better. Like I don't in the Senate, as far as the Senate seat goes. Now the house seats, the the house seats are different because you're talking about small chunks of, smaller chunks of of, you know, right. geographic area. So a leftist like in crazy Minnesota or New York City, they they you know socialists can win more likely in those areas. But with Senate seats, it's like it's a little bit more difficult because you have to you have to really you know get the whole state not just those particular cities um but yeah i think that might actually help hick and looper more than hurt him um 
and of course i mean i don't know i i mean i i'm crossing fingers and hoping obviously don't get me wrong but i i, I look at that one uh in arizona uh yeah she martha mcsally is gonna lose her seat i, I i'm just yeah she's i'm gonna call fucked. it i'm just gonna call it uh she's 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 my, she may be probably the worst candidate in the senate right now like she's just awful like and and take like look you're you lost this this woman lost to a first-time bisexual candidate right okay for first first term candidate uh then the only reason that she became a senator was because the governor hooked her up with john mccain's old seat right and then so now an astronaut is going up against her and is probably going to take her seat even though there's he's fighting you know pictures of him dressing as a nazi or something like that like dressing as Adolf. he's still going to comfortably beat her even if, like he's saying he didn't do it but even if he did he's still going to comfortably beat her it's that one that one's gone but um so those are the seat those are the seats that I'm worried about um and but I mean but if there's anything but if there's anything that I there, there's any consolation there's uh uh we're we're going to get the Alabama seat back uh that uh the, uh that jeff sessions left uh and but tuberville's tuberville i think tuberville is gonna beat uh jones comfortably in alabama i agree it's gonna be a comfort very comfortable thrashing um and the one race that i look at is uh you know is the michigan one with uh Don James. Yeah, Don James. Yeah, I, I, John James. I, I, I mean, I like he, he. I think he has a better chance this time around than 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 um, previously. Um, and I'll say, if he wins, if he wins that race, I'm very comfortable about. I will be so happy if he wins. I I'm think. Yeah, in uh, Alabama, yes, the Republicans gonna win. In Georgia, that's gonna be a whole clusterfuck. In Arizona, uh, Mark Kelly's gonna win, definitely. I don't know how big his win's gonna be. That's what's gonna be really interesting because that's gonna tell you how Arizona's gonna yeah. start going. But I am going to say too that oh, finally I found something that shows all the Senate races. Um, the one thing too that I am wondering is how tight i think the senate now is going to be very 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 tight in terms of the margin the difference and i really hope john james wins i think he is going to be the bigger if there's going to be a big upset for the senate it's going to be the arizona race which really isn't an upset it's kind of an expected upset and it's going to be the michigan one because john james came not too bad last time in a way tougher race He's in an easier race. I think he's going to pull it off. If Trump wins Michigan, John James wins his Senate seat. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I could see. I could see. Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a tough one because Michigan, I, I just, I, 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 I feel like. I feel like 
Republicans can sweep Michigan. I feel like they can sweep Michigan because people are pissed. People are pissed in Michigan. That's true of Whitmer. They are angry. Like they, they, there's, I've got friends that live in Michigan. I've got people like they are not happy. They are not happy with what's going on in Michigan right, right now. And yeah, I, it's possible. It's very possible that that Trump could, that Trump could win again, and that uh, that John James could get could could beat it. Like, I, I I think so. I think that that'll that'll tell me uh, if I like his win will tell me if if I can breathe easy as far as sorry as far as the Senate goes. Um, the House. Um, I think I I know that. I know that the House will gain seats. They will gain seats. Uh, the Republicans will gain seats. The only question is how many. Right. And will it be enough? And will it be enough to take take back the House? Because they're definitely going to win. There's they're going to win win a few in California. Uh, there's going to be a couple here and there that I think are going to flip. That are going to flip red again. Um. So the only thing is, uh, how many, how many? So yeah, it would I think, be nice. like, I think you're going to see more AOC type candidates win. And I think mm -hmm. on the right, you're going to see maybe some surprises yeah. like Loomer hopefully surprises us all. I'd love to mm -hmm. see that. I think you're going to see a lot of flipping and flopping in a lot of weird place like also i don't know amasha's seat i think he's up for or is he not running for re-election no he's not running he's not running yeah he's not running i see so there's that i mean there's a lot of weird races all over the place yeah and i mean there's gonna be and there's gonna be look look we're we're, we're heading toward a balkan as a basically a balkanization of um political ideologies now like you're you're starting to see like you know the more liberal people moving to the more liberal areas you're starting to see the more moderate to, to conservative people start to move away from those liberal areas um mainly texas texas is gaining a lot more i mean they're gaining a lot more they're gaining liberals but they're gaining like moderates they're getting moderates, and I don't think that that's gonna. I don't think it's gonna have an impact like some people are gonna say. Like, I think I think a lot of these people that are moving to Texas, they get it. Like, they're like, look, okay, this is what happens. This is what happens when you let you know um, Democrats completely take control of your fucking state. Um, I don't California is California is fucked. Can I just say on a side note, let's just let's just break away from the election right now and say California is totally, totally, totally fucked. Totally fucked. I think New York's really fucked from this. Too. Oh, they're fucked too. Oh yeah, no, no. Cal wow. New York's fucked too. But a like look, California, like we Sean and I were talking about this before we even got on the show. before we got on the show today. 
what they're doing with these taxes are just fucking nuts. It's nuts, right? Well, Cal- well California was fucked ten year ten years ago. Like back when I, like back when I was in high school, um, my my parents were actually thinking of moving us to uh, to California because um, they were, you know, my mom works in my mom works in tech, and like even though my parents are divorced, like my dad works in in tech, but like you know, uh, our family was talking about it and the taxes were bad like even 10 years ago not only that but the cost of living in california you know for like a for like a solid middle middle to upper middle class is insane yeah and that was that was that was that was 10 years ago so you know and i so i think covid was more or less kind of the tipping point and now even the people who could have who you know could originally afford to live there yeah. they're getting out so they they it's crazy the the state tax rate so the the the, the state tax rate like and and, and it, it's bracketed like it's bracketed which is fucking nuts but um um so the mag so the max tax rate for California is right now is 13.3%, which is bonkers, just fucking bonkers. And they're talking about raising it, like they're proposing raising that tax to 16.8%. That's a fucking jump, right? <laughs> like, that's it. Not only is that insane, period, but the jump from 13 something to 16 something that that's crazy too um they're talking about having a wealth tax so if you may if you're worth more than 30 million dollars uh they're going to tax you at 0.4 percent that's like in in addition to the 16.5 already yes. right yes in, in, in that's that the wealth taxes they basically assess what you own and or what you're worth and then demand you pay 0.4% of that. Like you don't even have to make, you don't even have to make income that, that year. Like the fact that, yeah, that you're worth that much money. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to collect. Then, then they're going to try, then they're trying to propose that they go after people that are, that left the state. How can you do that? Which of course is gonna yeah. it, it, it's yeah, gonna I, fall I, flat, but yeah. yeah I, I've I've heard that I've heard that a couple places that they wanna that they wanna do that, um, mm-hmm. but but yeah, again, like how is the question? Yeah, no, I mean it it won't it won't work. So so the only thing that's going to happen is people are gonna fuck it. People are gonna leave California like a motherfucker if this shit passes. One, because, uh, well, I mean, the wealth tax thing. I don't know if they're even gonna be able to do that because the rich people, 
like the rich people are going to cheat that basically they can they can re-leverage their net worth by you know accumulating debt and all that other crazy shit like they 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 they're there's ways that rich people can fucking basically get out of that and the the ironic thing is the ironic thing is the people who are voting for all this crap are all rich people yeah too. well they're that well well they're, they're politicians so that i i don't think they're i don't well, think they're gonna well, be Paul, well politicians but also big tech yeah you know shit like that so. well they buy their real influence you know their control over the politicians they donate to these people to get what they want and i don't know why if they or even if they actually support some of this stuff but they they they're more about kissing ass to get the shit they really want like for example they raising taxes yeah they 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 throw that in there which hurts everyone but they find loopholes they write the loopholes and honestly i wonder if big tech might pull this move where they actually lobby the government to regulate them but they only do it in a way that is like pseudo regulation it makes it seem like that something's actually getting done but nothing's really happening and there's a bunch of loopholes and they're 50 steps ahead of the government hold on do you know with regulation you know who really gets harmed because big businesses don't really get harmed as much exactly that's what i mean yeah the small businesses get harmed because they can pay like whatever fines or yeah. mountain of fees or use AI to do whatever, but like exactly. it's basic. Well, we talked we we talked about this this before a couple of times, and even with like the corporate taxes, it's like when we were talking about when when corporate taxes were at thirty five percent, the only people it really favored are big big wealthier companies. Like the, the the small mid to small businesses don't can't handle that. Like they can't handle thirty five, and most of the tax loopholes are the only kinds of loopholes that rich people can take advantage of. So like, like when when Trump dropped the corporate tax rate and he started deregulating, like he's actually starting to give these smaller mid to smaller businesses a fighting chance. And you think these big businesses fucking like that shit? Hell no. They want shit to go back to the way it was. Yeah. Like, so they can really press their freaking, uh, press, press on that full control. Um, I mean, I, now, now I don't, now, now some people are going to be like, well, what about Amazon? Amazon has gained all, all kinds of gobble, gobs of money. And I, I have to say they're probably a bit of a different story because Amazon's one of those companies that actually captures the long the the long tail of the economy as well. Like there there's there's so many like businesses that run off of both AWS and the actual Amazon platform itself. So like like i know if, if if amazon didn't exist here while this whole economy was getting frozen we're probably fucked um and i think um but for the most part like yeah no big businesses have no fucking desire like i like this is this is in part why you know a lot of these big businesses are not pro-trump 
a lot of them are not pro Trump. Like you're seeing a lot of, you know, endorsements of Joe Biden and all that craziness and they're 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 funding black they're funding black lives matter which you know is honestly it's just a shill it's just a shill for the democrat party you know like there's a there's there's a reason like look i mean this this is money corporations only operate on money really that's like their root um like them or hate them for good or for bad Money is the drive, um, but uh, yeah, I know I was digressing. Basically, yes, California's fucked, New York's fucked, and that's pretty much that's pretty much. And it. all I can say in regards to New York is I'm really glad that I was able to visit when it was still a uh, you know a, a nice city. Uh, I. I drove by. I drove by. Uh, I drove by Fifth Avenue a couple weeks ago, and I wanted to fucking cry. It was well, so bad. Well, yeah. I mean, I've always, I've been to New York to New York six times total in my life. So it's a, it's a special. You know, politics aside, and you know, I wouldn't want to live in Manhattan and because of the of the pricing. But you know, it was always cool to go there as a kid and visit and now now looking at the state of the city just in photos yeah i'm i'm with you phil i want to cry too it's so bad yeah it's sad and that's where i think this election when they talk about covid being the thing that affects people that's going to decide this thing i think it comes down to these lockdowns do people want more lockdowns or do they want to reopen and the simple fact from what I've talked to people and so it just makes sense too is that businesses do not want to be shut down because they can't afford to be shut down. Businesses want to reopen so small businesses especially are going to vote Trump. He's the one that wants to reopen. They're not going to vote Democrat at all. I throw into the fact that their businesses are being uh, smashed and looted by Democrats in Democrat-run cities. Look, the working-class vote, the blue-collar vote, is going to come out in droves for Trump. I don't see anything else happening, especially given the pandemic, the draconian lockdowns from these Democrat governors, and the riots and looting, that the chaos that the Democrat governors have left in the streets. And look, a lot of these governors aren't even up for re-election but that doesn't matter it's guilt by association they don't want democrats all across the board fucking them over and trump is the one that gave everybody stimulus checks the little people as nigel farage would say are gonna vote trump handily and they're gonna come out in droves they're motivated they're fired up i'm looking at my map here from 30 days out it's very similar to 60 days out. The only thing I changed was New Mexico from 60 to 30 days out. So this is the same map I've had for months. And I think Trump is going to easily win Florida. I think he's easily going to win Ohio. I think he's going to win Wisconsin. I think he's going to flip uh, Minnesota. Might be tight, but I think he's going to flip it. I think he's going to flip Nevada. Might be a little tight. Pennsylvania. Ah, oh, man. 
I think he's going to win it, but I'm tempted to say his margin of victory might be larger than last time. And I think he's going to flip New is. Hampshire I by I think it hair. is. I, I'm agreeing with you on that one, Sean, on Pennsylvania. And it's funny. I know you mentioned uh, Minnesota. He's Trump stopped there recently. And oh, like yeah. that, to me, that's, to me, that's, that's big, right? Because wait, the, the last time that Minnesota was won by a Republican, wasn't that, uh, when the fuck? it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Might've been Reagan. I or think, one of the Bushes. I think it might've been. Yeah. I, I think it might've been. Shoot, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to Google that shit. Fact check that like, shit. Yeah, pull that shit up, Jamie. <laughs> Yo, speaking of, you think they'd probably get more Republican because there's a lot of uh, chunky folks in there. If you want universal health care, you know you can't. They're gonna have to limit some of that cheese. <laughs> oh, oh, storm wrenches in the chat. It says Nixon seventy two. Yep, Nixon. I I kind of wow. thought. I kind of thought that, it was. Yeah. That, Thanks, Gabe. Well, yeah, thanks. Thanks. You know, when you talk about Minnesota, he ran. Wait, Nixon ran. And and this it's funny that you mentioned Nixon, too. Right. In order. Yeah, exactly. Law and order. And what happened in Minneapolis, Minnesota? Yep. All the fucking riots from George Floyd. Keep 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 an eye on that one. I think there's, it's going to turn There's a lot around. in play. There's a lot in play that's like... Mm-hmm. And it might not. Look, I think my map is going to be damn close, but I think I'm going to have a state or two off. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wish I had made one of these last time because last cycle I kind of got close to right because I actually I thought think... Michigan could flip. But um, what's his... Uh, a storm of wrenches and chats says, only state that didn't go for Reagan... That's interesting. But at the same time, the states that will never go for Trump here are like Washington, Oregon, California, and New York. You know, so yeah. Well, wasn't his what wasn't Reagan's uh wasn't Reagan's uh, opponent from there? That would or, make sense. Wasn't he from Minnesota? What wasn't he from Minnesota? Probably. I'm not yeah. sure, but that would make sense. Imagine yeah. if he won every state. Holy shit. Yeah, the Democrats, I'm pretty sure, would, like, try to start a civil war at that point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen as much no. as I No, no, I no. Mean, I'm saying usual... imagine if Reagan won every state. Like, he was that uh, close. Yeah. Like, yeah no, Trump that. won every state. Dude, they would be throwing themselves off buildings. They would not believe it. I, I wouldn't believe just... it. I wish they could well, just throw these fucking socialists out, out of the country. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I just, like, I wish they could. Over the wall. Like, yeah, just over the fucking wall. Like, <laughs> um, I like, I, I fucking love that line, Sean. Um, <laughs> I use, I used to use it a lot in 2016, like, over yeah, the wall, but get it out. <laughs> because, like, I, I just, to me, it's just absolute lunacy that that you're a socialist knowing the track record that socialism has in world history like i i just it to me it's just it's just baffling it's just baffling and the only reason that it works 
the only reason that that socialism works in china is because they fucking take advantage of large swaths of slave labor like it's not it so it doesn't even work there either like i just i i don't oh yeah well keep in mind people my age were never alive during the cold war so we have literally no connotation of socialism if anything we have a positive connotation because it's sold as a seductive, nice, lovely thing. Oh, it's just, you know, you get free college because it's a human right. Healthcare, yeah, it's a human right. You deserve I was, it. I remember seeing a Anthony Bourdain, because uh, he had a show, Anthony Bourdain, he had a show on CNN. Like he, had a, he had an earlier show that was way better than it, but like, yeah, no, no reservations. Yeah, way, I love that show, better. but 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 no, the CNN one was fucking garbage. But <laughs> uh, he went to China, right? He went to China, and he went to all the nice spots in China, right? All fucking nice spots, China, Beijing, wherever. Like, of course, of course, there's gonna be nice fucking spots in China, in, in those areas of China where all the fucking, where all the like. The, the government billionaires are at like no no you why don't you if you if you want to find pl- exotic places to eat go in the fucking uh go in the poor areas that don't have running water or electricity where they have what what do they have um alex what do they have the fucking fake eggs or some shit yeah they have fake like, eggs. Yeah. They go eat a fake egg you fuck like yeah <laughs> Scandal a few years ago where they got caught like smuggling forty-year-old meat from like Vietnam. Yeah, Vietnam War era meat was being smuggled and sold in China. China. You know that's abhorrent, and people fucking bought it and like stored all that shit because that's uh, you know they don't care. You know, for being supposedly a anti-capitalist country, they sure like every negative that they like that people have of capitalism. Like China exemplifies it. Like you know they have monopolies. They have uh, just about everything that's pretty shit over there. And that and that's what's so fucking scary about China. And like, honestly, you know, because like they're 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 the worst. Like somehow, they figured out how to fuse communist ideology with like capital, with like you know cap with like a capitalist economy. Well, it's not really even it's not really even that though. I mean, just their, you know, it, what they call it, China. All China. of that shit is manufactured. It's like, not it's a, communism. It's, I mean, I don't know how else you could really describe it. it their economy is one hundred percent like it's manufactured. Well, what's it, the it, economic just, term for a economy that isn't that has like rules and regulations? Over there, there's a term in econ for it. It, it's a centralized economy. Yes. Yeah, yeah that. Yeah. I mean, that's more or less what it is. Like, they use capitalism when it benefits them. They use communism barely. Like, honestly, they've probably... Most of their communist principles have probably gone away. Cause if you, like, I mean, I guess they have free healthcare, but I don't trust the free healthcare. No. They're like an authoritarian capitalist society. Dude. Like, I'm thinking... And that's not, like, yeah. To a fascist society than anything. Well, you, you, you got to sound like garbly goop again. 
closer to a fascist society of anything because like you know that was their whole thing like you know they're so they called themselves the third wake they fuse elements of like authoritarianism and like some minor social elements like honestly china's probably the <laughs> it's like the antithesis of what it wanted to be because it is more you know if you think about it that way because they're in, like maybe not as you know racist as the nazis but like you know they yeah, are pretty, they're up there <laughs> they're pretty racist and i mean they, they are pretty fucking racist camps too so i mean it's probably closer to fascism than anything else well, that's why i said it's like a modern day nazi germany like they have the the, the holocaust style camps they have uh you know super weapons that they're creating they hate America. They hate the rest of the world. They're building fucking islands to like do shit on. And there's they want to steal land. They want to, you know, s- start shit with people. They're they're pretty much our our generation's uh, Nazi Germany. Just not as you know, stadly dressed. Not as um. You have to admit that some of those dresses look pretty cool. Like, who who is that famous? It was like, was it Calvin Klein who made it? Like, there was some famous. What? Like the Nazi outfits. It was like some famous clothes manufacturer who's still around today. Oh, shit. Who are we going to cancel now? Let's find this out. I don't think it was Calvin Klein, but it was one of those. The only thing is, their military as a whole is nowhere close to as good as Nazi Germany's was. See, that's interesting about them because they kind of taken you know the uh, russian sort of like they they take elements from both because they that's probably more like the red army back in the day right? well i mean that, look like, like they have a lot of military technology like they have a lot of military technology and like that um that keeps them at a sturdy position but like as far as troops like as far as troops go now now they're not they're not as good they're 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 not they're a big downgrade from like nazi germany they used to like they had like their troops were like it was a rigorous like they went through rigorous hell like to become troops and they were like they were big they were strong i would say i would say the next best army is probably russia i'd say russia is probably the next best army as far as troops go like as far as troops like quality of troops were you thinking um, of hugo boss alex yes, boss. That's yeah. of. he wrote a book where he apologized for his nazi ties and everyone in germany did that like, but i mean it's what was that like, I, like like it was crazy though like and of course and of course like nazi germany had really good military technology too like there there's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of the a lot of what a lot of the weaponry that we have now has a lot of derivatives from the shit that nazi germany created like I think they're more of a mixture, though, because, you know, like China, they don't really make anything themselves. You know, no, they just... no, but they have it like they have it like it's not like, yeah, I mean, most a lot of what they have, they like ripped off from and and they buy like their anti ballistics. They bought off of Russia like their S 400 300s, 400s. Those are Russian. The, um, so, I mean. You know, and they still don't have like their fighter jets are still not like up to ours yet. 
like they stole they stole our technology and they still can't get it right and like so like i i think like russia like as far as armies go russia is the next biggest the the next threat like i think financially of course china's you know but we don't know i mean honestly we don't even fucking know how what china's <laughs> economy looks like because they're they're consistently bullshitting everybody like well, there's a whole lot of smoke and mirrors the thing with china you have to be aware of and you have to be concerned about is that you know they can just see like they have so many people they could just throw into a meat grinder mm-hmm. like the zerg rush yeah. they have a billion over a billion people in their country yeah so that's sort of where they can you know get away with some uh shitty troops if you have so many of them you know it's just a fucking yeah in the chat uh a storm of wrenches when i was on the hitler youth page he goes viva vacation viva all on vacation so a a storm wrenches is one of my uh guys yeah yeah he also says chinese jet engine tech lags far behind i guess i don't know i don't know anything about that what'd you say uh, Storm Adventure said Chinese jet engine tech lags far behind. I thought, and I said, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, it does. It does. Um, because a lot. I mean, a lot of a lot of what, like a lot of what the military technology in the United States, it's constantly like we have, it's constantly being developed and constantly being tested and constantly being like yeah. And then our anti-ballistics are obviously superior to theirs because we tested all the fucking time in Israel. Like, mm. I mean, look, like a lot of the, a lot of the, um, a lot of the anti-ballistics that are in Israel, we created. You know, like General Dynamics, Raytheon, Lockheed Martin. They're all. They're all. Chip, they've all had their hand in creating the anti-ballistic ballistic systems that are over there, and um, and we can't really test them here. Like we can't test them really all, at all in the United States. But over there, say it again. Put them in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, but it's legit. Like it's legit, and um. Yeah, I, I I just think I think Russia's might be legit too, but I don't I don't fucking know about that either. The only thing, the one thing that the one thing that that um the one thing that frightens me is the hypersonic missiles. Like that's the one thing that obviously uh, frightens that, me a little bit, but like I don't know. That's the that's the one thing that frightens you. What about their big ass military? Well, just the amount of people they have in there would be tough, and the fact yeah. that they have weapons like because here's the thing: if it's going to go down to a war between two first world countries or two nuclear powers, yeah, very likely are going to use a nuclear missile at that point. It's over. you know, yeah, we're, we're, yeah. Well, and that's I mean, not going to happen. Realistically, well, let's be real: if one nuclear weapon goes off it's pretty much the end of the world like if one nuclear weapon goes off because they shoot it upward and the rest of the world is going to see it and nobody else is going to they're not going to really know where it's where it's headed 
so they're going to shoot theirs as well. It's over. Like, it's over. Like, the whole country's going to turn... The whole world's going to turn into one giant glass ball. And, yeah, we're, we're done. I love how China's army is called the People's Liberation Army. Yeah. That's amazing. Not that, <laughs> they're not that good. Well, yeah, what do you expect? All their gears made in China. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How much of this... Well, nah, never mind. I already knew the answer to that question. Stupid question. Um... Speaking of China, and Jamie pulled that shit up, did we all see the Alex Jones, Joe Rogan I, episode? I, I fuck it. Dude, let me tell you something about these Alex Jones episodes. I can listen I can listen to them sober, yet still feel fucking high, or trip it down when I listen to, to them. I was like a kid Christmas morning when I saw it. Here's the thing was... about, like here's the thing about it. I, I I loved it, but I feel like Joe Rogan was just acting like you, um, you can tell he's probably forced to fact check like Alex Jones. Yeah, now. he was acting probably. different. The it's almost he before it felt like two guys shooting the shit and that was it. But this time Joe was constantly fact checking Alex. Yeah. Constantly. And I'm like, he's almost trying to like play both sides and it's not to say you should or shouldn't fact check Alex it's also not to say you should or shouldn't fact check check Joe but it felt like a different tone I think I required to do that by the Spotify I think he didn't want I don't I don't think they required him I think Joe doesn't like this whole and let's be real there's a civil war in Spotify right now there are the people that are like you know we hate Alex Jones but we support free speech, and then are the people that are like, we hate Alex Jones, and fuck Alex Jones, we want to take him off everything, and he's not allowed to come on Joe's show. There is definitely an internal civil war happening within that company, and I think Joe is trying to play the middle, as he always does with everything, which is, I'm going to have him on, but I'm going to hold his feet to the fire. Yeah, I could see that too. But I, I, I could see that also being like a requirement, like maybe in his contract, if you have Alex Jones on, like, okay, you're going to have to fact check and make sure he's not spouting complete bullshit unchecked. Not that he spouts complete bullshit, but, you know. But I'm part. glad that that Joe did bring him on. I want to make that clear because mm-hmm. that is a big, as much as like the fact checking can be a big, you know, uh, band-aid on Spotify, it's also a big fuck you to bring Alex on. I mean, I do like that a lot. I'm really, well, really glad he brought him on. Well, and I, I, and I will, in in Joe's defense, uh, he did, he did post something to Twitter afterwards, like on Bill Gates, and um, and said that. Uh, you know, here's something that Alex is talking on regards to Bill Gates that is actually true. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Do he was ever... saying it like literally. Alex Alex Jones was saying shit, and Joe Rogan was like, "Dude, really? What are your sources?" And they literally Pull looked it up. it up, and the sources were fucking there. Why? <laughs> so so that so that that is. So just to play devil's advocate, that that is actually why I like Alex Jones getting getting fact checked. Yeah. Check because 
because people because most people most people when you when you bring something up they're like I always get the oh what did you hear about on Alex Jones like that's that's always the retort I get from people yeah. and I'm like yeah but here's the actual thing so. yeah I well, liked when he was talking I liked when he was talking about the carbon emissions or whatever like that that they're not like like arguing that basically arguing that they're not that bad like like he's like it's like it's actually might even he thought like alex jones was saying it might actually even be a good thing because you know plants like look he was talking about plants need carbon like plants need carbon like we're digging up the carbon and we're let, releasing it back into the air but these plants are needing the carbon to be able to like you know to produce oxygen so like you know and and so so for for me it was like well i it, he was explain alex jones was basically explaining clean coal to joe rogan mm -hmm. and i felt like joe rogan didn't really know about clean coal no and didn't. like it's like one of those things that we kind of talk one of those things that we used to talk about like um, as far as clean coal goes but like like we, I, I, I get so tired. Look, when we talk about these, these, these issues, I get so fucking tired of it because we talk about these issues at nauseum. Like, the, the, do you feel the same way? Because like I'm like, I'm always. Well, I feel like we we talk about these issues, like each issue, at fucking nauseum. The why it's bad, why it's a, and then I got to talk talk. I got to dumb it down. But like, I, I, just, I fucking hate it. But like, I feel like I have to do it because the people that I, the, the, the people that are on the other side are either stupid or they're actively bullshitting us. So like, I have to like, it's, it's one of those things where I have to, I have to say, hey, I have to speak slow in a very sarcastic manner. Cause like, look, well, no, like, and I, I honestly, I heard about this stuff before you and Alex brought up like the fact yeah. You know, there's people who actually say, you know, that the carbon, like that's, that could be one of the reasons why we have such increased agricultural productivity now, because we have mm -hmm. so much more carbon in the atmosphere, because, you mm -hmm. know, they do eat it. Like, I've heard that theory before, not by Alex Jones. And I also heard someone else, I think it was on like one of Sargon's old videos, like talking about how global, like there was a French scientist who got yelled at, so he basically said that global warming was technically a good thing because less harsh went like winters kill more people than summers mm -hmm. Just the ice in the road you deal with like you know can't grow crops when it's frozen over like with the exception of maybe a few or like in a greenhouse so like you know if it was warmer it would technically benefit people and if it gets warm enough antarctic you know becomes hospitable we'd have a whole new continent to use like so that's like another conspiracy theory mm -hmm. that you think would be that's an interesting rabbit hole that no one really talks about at least not you know other than like alex jones and sort of those types of people i love how he yeah. also brought the bohemian grove shit again and they were yeah, playing the videos hilarious. <laughs> that was so hilarious like a lot that of what was... alex was talking about in this podcast i'd already been red pilled on but there were a few things i did not know like about bohemian grove the origin of it and a few other things like i've been trying to watch and listen to the whole thing but i keep falling asleep not because it's boring but because i'm super tired and i 
listen to podcasts right before I go to bed, but I need to re-listen. Like, it's one of those things, too, where Alex knows so much fucking shit that he just rattles off. It's amazing how much shit he knows and he can cite and just pull out of his head. I need to, like, watch these podcasts usually, like, twice at least to get everything absorbed in me that Alex says because he brings out just so much. I would love to talk to the guy. I mean, he's got to be amazing. See, man, we should. I wish we could get him on here one day because he would be – that would be a fun guest to have. Hey, maybe someday we can bring him to a campus near you. Hmm. That would be – see, that's something no, that nobody's done yet. That would be epic. Dude, oh. people would lose their shit. I know. It'd Could be you great. Imagine, like, <laughs> like, no, like people lost their sh- like, oh, like, like in Penn gone. State. In Penn State, people lost their shit with Sargon. People lost their shit with Ben Shapiro. People just lost their shit. Anytime anybody outside of the wacky left comes on to campus, like they just lose it they just fucking lose it and alex jones would be like the pinnacle (laughs) mind blow of the fucking of the campus like that would be the ultimate well listen i i if alex jones were to like i would figure out a way to get to to pennsylvania who says it's gonna be in pennsylvania (laughs) i don't know where we'd actually do it but that would be listen i i i feel like even though alex jones is from texas i feel like he's kind of a florida man he is such a florida man but he but he's he's like a right wing florida man that's the that's the (laughs) of of course is there any other type real there's no other type of florida man but um florida man Guaranteed, but, um, guaranteed. Though, if 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 somebody tried to get him at Penn State, like there's there would be faculty that would be like <laughs> protesting shit. Normally, like like because normally faculty pretend to stay out of it. Mm. They pretend. They yeah, don't. They, they don't. Yeah, they they pre- don't. They'll protest it too, but they'll pretend like they're staying out of it. Like they're you're, you're the, the like you only know like we all know that they say their fucking piece behind, you know, closed door. We already know that shit, but they, they keep that plausible deniability that, Oh, we, we support, we, we support free speech, but they don't really. But like, I guarantee you if Alex Jones came up to Penn state, (laughs) they would be 100. Many of the staff there, like the the liberal staff there, they would have classes on it saying shit. They would be openly saying shit on Twitter, on Facebook, every anything they possibly could. No, they they'd have like classes where they like fact check him. They like, they this would, is all yeah. the awful things he said. And this is the yeah. truth. Yeah, like they they uh, yeah. I like for example, like I had a uh, I had a media ethics class in my final season, and the Your final season was like. Or for final semester, sorry. No, I like final season. And, Let's keep it. Yeah, but like, and and the professor was was talking about Alex Jones, and how he's <laughs> he's an asshole because he talked about the fucking child actors in Newtown, right? <laughs> so like, 
and I wanted I wanted to say I wanted to say hey that was that that wasn't he was being facetious when he was saying that shit but like you know but I was like I don't care I I just don't give a shit I'm I'm like I'm not uh like like I could tell I could already tell that that professor was like on the left and wasn't going to fucking change and it was one of those ones that's like if you're my enemy, I'm going to fucking take it out on you. Yeah. And I'm like, look, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, uh, make additional enemies on my way out. I've, I mean, I've already made plenty, but <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I, it's on my list. It's, it's on my to do list to get Alex so... on the scene. So here's my question. Speaking of Alex, mm-hmm. how so? How many of you made it to the end of that podcast? I haven't I mean, yet, I but I heard he gets hammered at the end. Oh, okay. Well, back in the stack. Do you want me to? Uh, I don't know if I should Spoiler. kind of. Well, well, go ahead, go ahead, because like, I'm I'm gonna listen so... to it again anyway. But yeah. So it's not really a spoiler in the sense that like it's, but Alex has been talking about retiring. I've heard of that. Yeah. And, and his, his reasoning and I understand is, I mean, he, he basically said I'm 47 now and he said, I haven't been in, in great health. He said, and basically all he, he basically kind of admitted much to his chagrin that he did kind of go crazy in a, in a sense and like all the and like all the shit that he's seen has really fucked him up i believe and, it yeah. and so his whole thing is if i continue he says i'm 47 now but he says but if i continue i'm gonna be dead by 57 so i i i see him as one of those guys that doesn't retire i just don't i don't see because like to me he is one of those guys that's like he was born to work i I just because he's always moving like if you ever see alex jones he's always moving he's always moving and there's just those people you have you just have those type of those personalities that just have like they're always have to be doing something like you you see it in alex jones you see it in like donald trump like donald trump is always working like even when he was on quarantine he was like well i gotta be doing something i can't i can't just be sitting here like there's just uh, there's something about them that's like i have to keep going like and 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 if he ever retired, I think it would kill him. Like I think that would probably kill him because he'd be—he's just it. Like he'd be the kind of guy that if he just stayed at his home by himself, he'd be like, "Look, I'm just itching. I'm itching to do some shit." Like, I don't think he. I don't think he would be like. I don't think he would like totally retire, retire, and that. But I, I certainly do understand where he's coming from. Yeah. When he says, oh, I get it. He, I agree with you though. I agree with you, Sam. I think, I think I get, I, I like you. I think I get, I understand where he's like, you know, he's at the point where he's getting older. The health, 
you know, at that work rate, your health tends to take a little bit of a dive. Um, but yeah, I just don't think, I think the personality goes, you know, I think the personality just takes over and I, I it's just, it's just part of those things from a psycho psychology perspective. I just don't, I don't see it happening. I remember him saying like about a year ago, I think is one of the clip from this documentary was from where he says, I only think I got like 10 years left in this, this, you know, doing what he does. And I do think he has thought about it for sure. I mean, he's done oh, this a long time. You do. Like, no. And, and like, and with those person, those types of personalities, they think about retiring. Like, it's not like they don't think about retiring. Yeah. It's, not it's like whether they, they, they do it or think not. about take it, taking it easy. It, it like, they, they obviously think about it, but it's just doing it is the question yeah i don't think he would i think one thing he might do is take like some time off or like an extended vacation then come right back to it. but like i remember milo even saying oh I've, I've had my time i'm gonna retire now and you know i'm not gonna even say like he'd move away from politics more talk about other stuff he never did that like he took like a well, year off or something like that which i don't I blame a for a lot of it a lot of it was tied to finances too but that's true yeah. But it's one of those things too, where it's like I know he's the type of person where it's like he just can't stop, and I think that's with a lot of these people that get to this level. It's it's not, and sometimes also the other thing too is keep in mind, he might be done doing his Infowars thing, let's say, but what's the next chapter for Alex Jones? And I don't know what that would be or if he would do that, but some people go in phases where they have a new chapter, like I think Loomer, you're starting to see it, where she starts off as this. Uh, investigative journalist then became a social media sensation and provocateur in a positive way and now she's don't say don't you dare say alex jones don't you dare say alex jones is going into politics (laughs) first of all that would be epic second of all he would never do that yeah i don't think he would either yeah, I don't think he yeah, would. It would be like hilarious. That would just be, it would just it would just be insane to see him on a podium talking about fucking <laughs> crazy shit. Talking about chai comms and GMOs. Yeah, the Chi-coms like, are coming to take us. We gotta keep fighting. <laughs> like fuck, man. <laughs> he's amazing. I love yeah, like they were supposed to they were supposed to pass the budget two days ago. He's still on stage talking about the chai comms. Like fuck. Well, and I think one thing I want to bring up real quickly before we move on to something else is that let's keep in mind the reason that they want to censor him so much especially from joe rogan they the left is like shitting their pants when they see him on joe rogan because joe rogan and i'm saying this in a positive way normalizes alex jones Mm -hmm. and what i mean by that it's not that alex is you know some psycho crazy wacko that you know, and, and Joe Rogan's like normalizing something bad. It's that Alex in his show and the way the media portrays him turns people off initially, but when they see him on a very approachable saying like Joe Rogan, they are curious and they listen to him and they realize he's actually saying shit that sounds crazy, but it's actually fucking true a lot of times. And that's what, then they take a gateway and they go on to his show. 
Well, what I wanted to go know too is like, who is that other guy on there? That Dylan guy? Tom Dylan. Um, Tim J. Dylan. He is fucking hilarious. He is hilarious. Yeah, who does this thing on? He does this shit on YouTube where he fucking imi- like he imitates Megan McCain. It's fucking hilarious. And he doesn't really imitate Megan McCain, but it's he makes fun of her. But it's like it's fucking hilarious. I think the first time I watched one of those videos, I fucking cried. That's how funny it was. So is he a comedian or is he? Yeah, a- he's a stand-up comedian. Because that's the one thing. Like, I mean, I love Alex Jones, but he did. And Joe Rogan did kind of get him, get in on him on this a little bit. He did kind of talk over that Tim Dillon guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, yeah. It's, but he was sad. He was actually said like, like there was they were actually. Well, I mean, the interview. I felt like, I felt like Tim and Alex were kind of hitting it off. Like it was. It felt like they were kind of like bouncing off of each other a little bit. Like. It, 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 there was a little bit of a feeling like some of the stuff he was talking about, like Tim, Tim was already like, Oh, I, I read about that. It's like, Oh, this is, that's crazy. And then when, um, and then when, uh, there was a couple of times where, um, Joe Rogan tried to do his fact checking and Tim actually backed up Alex. Like it was like, well, fucking Alex was fact checking Joe. I think more often like, like Alex was like, yeah, he's a. Well, he was responding. I thought I think it was his his response. Like like Joe, w- w- when Joe tried to fact check Alex, then Alex would respond, and then it would be like, oh wait, you actually, uh, you actually, <laughs> you were actually right. Oh my god. Like, well, I love how like when Alex is like. Yeah, you know, there's companies like these big tech companies, that, you know, these big telecom companies that buy off politicians. And Joe's like, well, what the fuck are you talking about? And and Alex is like, yeah, yeah, like Trump's inner circle. Like he got rid of the lobbyists, but oh. his, his, uh, the people around him become lobbyists. What the fuck are you talking about, Alex? Yeah, like um, AT&T, they bought one of them. And he bought Michael Cohen. Like, check that. And then they literally pull up an article that says exactly what he's saying. Yeah, It's like... Unreal. Wow. Oh, wow. Alex Jones and Tim Dillon was the number one podcast when it dropped in America. Yeah. Number yeah. two was with Kanye. Did anybody see the Kanye one? No. I, I am. Uh, I watched a to... little bit of it. I watched a little bit of it, but unfortunately, yeah, I, I was kind of, I got tired of it because it was like, I don't know. It's a little I like I like I like Kanye and I I like a lot of the stuff that he says, but it's like you could tell there's some mental issues going on there and some some of it like leaked out and oh, really? like yeah did you got it like look he, uh, I mean he 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 does I like a lot of what he says is legit, but like you could tell that sometimes he goes off he he goes off on the rails a little bit and it's like and that's part of like like when you have like a mental and i think he has bipolar or something like that he does like yeah so you can kind of tell when he goes off the rails a little bit so it's it's hard it's hard it's hard listening to somebody especially like being in mental health as long as i have it's like look you see it it gets it gets it wears on you a little bit 
and um but it's but but no i like a lot of what he says like he's you know a lot a lot of the stuff that he says is on point and it's a and it's in a lane and it's in the language that a lot of people understand too like that's that's i think that's a like people when people make fun of what kanye west is saying they're not really paying attention to the context of what he's trying to say and like so they miss it like or they intentionally mislead miss miss it to mislead people like i mean i i remember his time in the white house like pe- people were looking people were looking at him going what the fuck is this guy talking about like no he's saying legit shit he's talking about abortion yeah talking about gun rights talking about all this. like he was legit talking about legit issues within the black community but like but he said he was saying it in a he what he wasn't saying it in you know the most um the crispest of the english language but it's like he's he's speaking in a language that's real and normal people can kind of you know and articulate like that that can kind of interpret it uh easier um so it's like you you gotta i mean I don't know. It's it's just he he needs to um, he needs to stay with that. I I don't know if a three hour podcast does Kanye a good service. You know, Cause just be just because of just because of the bipolar, the like the mental the the mental issues they they get. You know, they they can leak out like and and when you're talking about that long of a you know yeah that long of a session it's like the debate with biden yeah exactly well i mean that's more dementia or whatever but well speaking Um, of biden did you see amy schumer has endorsed joe biden today oh oh my god what did you i am so (laughs) shocked right now who could have seen that coming i know right? i didn't i don't know man i i thought she'd be on the fence but you know she yeah i'm it's it's very surprising very stunning and brave and holy shit she does she just manages to look worse and worse every day what do you expect she doesn't have anywhere to work out she's gonna go back to her potato uh, features yeah but but she's a hollywood celebrity they have their private gyms using a private gym she's probably using a private fucking buffet (laughs) oh god i just went to a fucking buffet today but you know not a fucking either well here's something funny though unlike amy schumer here's something funny and phil brought this up to me today so there was this um biden harris bus that was driving through texas and trump supporters (laughs) or who are a bunch of trolls got their fucking pickups with their trump signs and flags and started following it (laughs) I heard about that on, like, uh, the fucking Ask a Trump Supporter subreddit, and they got all triggered. They said it was harassing it. <laughs> that, How do you harass a bus? I would love for these people to see, like, the uh, crew that used to hang around the Walmart at midnight. They thought that was harassment. <laughs> How do you harass a bus? By driving. By being a Trump. Well, apparently, apparently I read somewhere that one of them sideswiped the bus. I don't know if that's <laughs> 
Eh, but that did not work. happen. Oh, the Biden, the Biden Harris campaign says that the Trump supporters attempted to force it off the road. Weak. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is such a funny story. This is funny. <laughs> by the way, by the way, does anybody notice? On a side note, does anybody notice that that the, that the you know that the Harris is getting bigger on these Biden signs. Oh, is it? That's because I, I've, I've noticed that too. Yeah. Uh, good. At least I'm not the only one. Because it's like, at, at first it was Biden's big fucking letters with Harris small. And then the, 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 the Harris just starts getting, the font, the Harris font just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Like... <laughs> Oh my god, these people are saying that they're running the bus out of town. <laughs> these people are running for you think that's getting run off the fuck. <laughs> this is so funny. See, Mike, I know the campaign hates flag waving and shit like this because it doesn't turn out voters, but when you do it this way, this shit's funny because this shit goes viral. <laughs> Oh my god, look at them. They're all like surrounding the bus. That's like the people that. Whoa, somebody did get into an accident. Yo. I was right. It was I some bitch in some like fucking BMW, I think, or Toyota that like. Did they did they go after the Trumper? Let me replay the they video. Tried to get, they tried to actively get in the way or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's moving out of the lane. Yeah, she's changing lanes. Yo, she's not in her fucking lane. Yo, like. People lectures on driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was moving out of her lane, this bitch. Wow. Yeah, that's bad. Wait, were you making a joke at me? Yes. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. What? <laughs> anyway, oh, we should move away from cars and whatnot. Well, actually, did you see the ones, too, with the videos where when Biden was speaking and all these Trump supporters were honking their horns and the cameras picked it up and so you couldn't hear Biden speaking and he that's called... What was that? I said, that's great. What happened next? He, like, insulted them. He insulted the Trump people. I mean, fine. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> he called him, like... What was he called? Did you, did you see he that called clowns or something? Yeah. Um. Oh, he called... He, oh, well, he re- no, he called them ugly folk. Oh, that's great. Yeah. They start talking. Oh, my God. It's so funny. This is, like... This is like top tier trolling. Look at this video. Look at this video. Can't hear it. Oh yeah, I can. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have to play it on your end. Yeah, that's funny. I'll have to watch it later. Let me. I'll play it on the stream so people can hear it. The American people don't panic. Donald Trump panics. The American people don't panic. Donald Trump panics. And unlike Donald Trump, (laughs) we will not surrender to this virus. (laughs) Look. Look. President Trump is spreading division and discord. He thinks that he can divide us. Why is he keep... And by the way, why... What the fuck is he... He's still hanging on to that soul of the nation. So stupid. It's retarded. Like, what are you doing? Your family's under investigation for fucking 
corrupt shit. Okay, you're talking to me, and you you haven't denied any of it. Like nobody in your family has denied any of that shit. And like talking to us about the soul of the nation. Fuck out of here. My mom was uh, watching something on YouTube earlier, and she doesn't pay for YouTube. You know, premium or any of that. So we were we were watching like one of. She follows a couple of different channels, and, uh, you know, they, anyway, they do cooking or whatever. Anyway, um, so she was watching, one of the ads popped up, and it was for Biden, and she and I both started laughing because it was something like, Biden is going to put America in the middle class first by, ma by making sure that American jobs come back to America. <laughs> oh my god like most of yeah and that's another thing great thank you for bringing that up sam like most of what the fuck he's saying most of what joe biden is saying is shit that trump is already doing like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna lead a i'm gonna have a a commission or whatever he i'm gonna have a team of scientists oh you mean like uh Oh, you mean like Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks and uh, all the, like, and maybe the Surgeon General? You mean those? You mean those fucking scientists? You mean uh, like, and he's like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna have a plan. Oh, you mean like Operation Warp Speed? Literally, everything he's talking about is shit that Donald Trump is already doing. He's like, oh, he's oh, he's gonna up manufacturing he's in that, the United he... States. That's literally what Trump did. Li Trump literally did that, right? It's like, I, I don't know. He's saying he's going to do all that shit, but he's not. He's trying to put himself in a position where he takes credit for it, like for, for shit that Trump's already doing. Well, no. That's what he's doing. It's a political move. Well, no. What, he, what he's going to do is he's going to say he's putting America first, but then he's yeah. going to sell us down the river to fucking yeah. China. And look, I mean, I I wish that the Biden that the Biden stuff had come out earlier because a lot of the Democrats I do know that voted for Biden voted early. Yeah. So yeah, they kind I of am... the the handling that Hunter Biden stuff. I think they fucked up. That should have come out way sooner, right before mail-in voting, like right before the ballots came out, because the ballots were coming out. In October, they should have dropped this story last week of September or October, the first week of October at the latest. Yeah, I, the last the last uh, ad, the last Biden ad I saw, he was talking about like, or he had uh, Bruce Springsteen narrating it where he where he, where he was talking about Scranton and how it's a working class city. And Biden's from Scranton, oh, so he understands. Like I'm like, oh, he's really playing that. He's playing that fucking card. First off, Scranton, what he wasn't, he wasn't really in Scranton that fucking long. No, right? he, he spent did like a couple, what a couple, couple years in Scranton. That's mm -hmm. like, that's all he has, right? Well, technically, by that logic, we're both from State College, right? From Scranton, exactly. We're State College residents, lifelong. Technic yeah, technically, I'm, 
I'm Hawaiian. I'm a Texan. I'm from Georgia. <laughs> I'm from like literally. Like, they chase you out in Africa or not Africa, fucking Japan. So aren't you Japanese American now? Yeah, I'm. Technically, I'm Afghanistan too. I'm Afghani too. Oh my God, um, Biden was jogging to a podium. Jesus, they say he looks fragile. Cringe. <laughs> I laughed like and... he got pushed him down. <laughs> somebody trips him. And <laughs> somebody should tell Biden that Scranton is Trump country. Mm-hmm. What was that, Alex? I didn't hear you. I was gonna say it'd be more funny if it's just a fucking thing of when he just like whimsically fall like you know he gets like caught up and he like gets blown around like a fucking piece of newspaper in the wind. <laughs> yeah, Scran is very much Trump country, and yeah. he's trying to steal that thunder. Like he's trying to be the populist nationalist candidate. It's not gonna work because people aren't gonna buy it. I mean, he's gonna go down as the second worst candidate to ever run for the Democratic nomination. The first will always be Hillary Clinton. He's gonna be pretty damn bad but not quite as bad in some ways funny enough too with the car honking that's been happening there was a the full thing Biden said when people were honking horns during his speech he goes this isn't a political statement like those ugly folk over there beeping their horns you know he's trying to sound like Trump when Trump calls people like ugly or dumb or low IQ he thinks he can be like the street brawler like Trump and it's just so fake and mean spirit and it just well, doesn't he doesn't work. have the mental capacity to fucking pull it off no it's it's not even it's not even that it's that he actually biden is biden from what i've heard is legit nasty oh absolutely um, he's nasty you can see it come out like again in the debate we were talking about it when what's her name asked him about why you're since you're the leader of the democratic party why haven't you done anything about the stimulus checks and the bill why haven't you helped them pass the bill and he just lost his shit at her he's like Whoa. you know it comes out all nasty you're it's a like, damn liar you're a d- yeah yeah Jesus. yeah like when he insults voters you don't insult uh-huh. the fucking voters he goes you're a damn liar you're and he's like let's do push-ups Oh, I'd love to seem to a fucking push up. <laughs> I would have said that too. See, that was what where that the voter that asked him that question fucked up was that he did get him triggered, which was good, but he didn't keep getting him triggered. He could have really made him lose his shit, but like, yeah, do a push up right now, Joe. Show us that you're mentally that you're physically fit to be president. And then and then Joe would have tried and then would have like fucked up. So make make Trump do a push up. <laughs> yeah. He do the Chad lift, the Chad press. It's hilarious. Oh god, let me check my notes because I know we had a bunch of things we want to talk. Oh, I should talk about the rally. I went to the Lit's rally on Monday in Lancaster, and let me. I mean, it was my first technically rally. It was my first time seeing uh, the Trumpster in person. But let me tell you, oh my god, is it it's a fucking amazing experience. These people came out in the rain, waiting in line for hours to see this guy. And I'm gonna pull up some pictures. There were about twenty thousand people at this thing. And when I got there, it was I think an hour before doors open, and yet 
I got in at the bleachers. I was very lucky. I got the closest I will ever probably be to Donald Trump, unless I meet the man. Al Hefe in the chat says uh, his his latest speeches have been have just been him yelling angrily at the crowd. I'm old. I hate everything but Matlock. Does he mean Biden? Yeah, I agree. Like Trump and gets the, fired up, but Biden gets mean. And by the way, uh, that is a classic callback to The Simpsons and Homer. <laughs> And Homer's dad. Yeah. Yeah, Biden comes off as a mean, angry old man. And Trump's rallies are just a fun love fest. But like, it, it, but like that, that's how, that's what, that's what I want to know. That's what I want to know, though, too, is like, I, I know that we're like three days, three days away from an election. But even so, how did how did Joe Biden even become the Democrat nominee? Well, I mean, people vote for him. That's what people forget is that, you know, as much as people want to say they didn't want Biden as their nominee, well, you guys fucking voted for him. And he, I think part of it's the party. I think part of it is his name recognition. And the other part of it is that all the other candidates sucked so badly. That of all Whoa. the sucky ones, he was the least sucky of the sucky. Whoa. Uh, Elizabeth Warren helped out Joe Biden too. She, you know, she was also a pretty shitty one. I, I, I still would have thought. No, she a- dropped out. She didn't. She, she didn't she drop out Bernie until from after. Huh? She prevented yeah, Bernie she, from she winning. Yeah, she Bernie. She basically hosed Bernie. Yeah. And he, he, I think in many ways, he Bernie. Should have been a nominee. Now, would he have? I don't know. I think, but he would have put up a very, very uh, tight fight if Elizabeth Warren, I mean Pocahontas, wasn't in the race. But with Trump, though, like I think just the contrast is so powerful. Like when you're at his rallies, it is fun, happy, loving, just. A gr- amazing experience. It'd be the happiest you'd ever be. Whereas with Biden, is asleep. He doesn't have people come up to his rise. It's boring. It's uninspiring. When Trump, you know, I mean, I saw people, first of all, I had to park, like, at a fucking strip mall because the real parking was, mo- like, 14 miles away and, well, 14 minutes, and it, you had to be bussed in. There were people all over the roads running over to come see him the place was just packed with people and people were climbing on each other's shoulders to creep over the fence to see trump there were people climbing on top of tractors to see trump it was amazing the just love and just so many people wanted to see this guy and i have to say too one of the coolest parts was what was happening before the rally. I don't have the video here because it's on my phone, but there was this one guy that was dressed up in like an not not an Uncle Sam costume per se, but like a um. Let me try to find it. It was like a uh, very American sort of clothing, and. When and if you've been at Trump rallies, you know his playlists are just 
is awesome. And so there is this one guy in this like American sort of outfit and Billy Jean came on. And so he started dancing the Billy Jean like in front of the crowd. Yeah, he had like this sparkling shirt, this American flag uh, scarf and people were just losing. Like the whole rally was watching this guy as he was moonwalking and everything. I mean, you don't get that Biden rallies. You just don't. This does, and it's diverse too. Like I couldn't tell you how many women were there, how many um, uh, blacks were there. It was amazing. And when his plane landed, they were playing in the air tonight by Phil Collins. And I'm not making this shit up. When the plane landed, like everybody turned and was like looking. But you know how in that song, like there's that, there's the yes yeah the um the drum break yeah i shit you not when that happened was when the fucking motorcade was making the turn and coming towards the rally that that is some you know that song got famous because of my of miami, miami vice. vice yeah that's one yeah. of the that's most like amazing scenes of like music in tv that's some fucking uh my miami vice Shit. He should play yeah, it in Florida right <laughs> as Florida no, rallies. No, pe- no, people people do people say that people say that uh the in the air tonight is the unofficial anthem of Miami because of Oh yeah. Miami. Oh yeah, it's it's a great pairing. And like when he when that came out the rally, it they must have timed it. Like they must have timed it to like oh, when the yeah. plane lands. Mm-hmm. But the fact that the motorcade like made the turn right at that drum break was like epic. And then when he comes on and then the speech ends and he does the YMCA, the place lit up like a fucking rock concert. Everybody was dancing, singing along. And when Trump started dancing, people lost their shit. It was um, that is my favorite part of Trump rallies is dancing Trump and the crowd just like dance. Like everybody was just so happy. Just so you know, happy. He, like, like him, as I've always said, like him or hate him. He does know how to put on. You can't deny that. Oh yeah, dude. It's amazing. And then like at that one rally, he got the, what was it? The neck boys and elk boys. I forget. They're like some sports channel. He got him uh, onto the stage, and they were dancing YMCA with him. It's amazing. It's just amazing. Nelk, that's it. Nelk boys. The Nelk boys, not the poor boys, right? <laughs> not the. Yeah, what's with all these groups of boys in it? Proud boys, poor boys. Backstreet boys. Backstreet boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm playing the video right now on the stream. Like he just like motions them to go up, and they start doing YMCA. It's it's fucking unbelievable amazing i don't see how this guy loses so, so sean speaking of the proud boys and, no no this isn't this isn't a criticism of the proud boys but i don't know how else to segue to segue this one quick thing i'll mention too before you segue yeah. is that jack Posobiec was at the let rally and i saw him out there really cool nice. J- J- okay that gives me a good segue jack Posobiec. <laughs> Jack Posobiec is pretty awesome. I love but him. you want to 
But you want to know who isn't awesome? Mm. Ba Yoba or Baked Alaska or whatever the fuck he's oh, called. Fuck that guy, Grifter. So, yeah. So, what is. So, have you guys seen this whole RV6 thing that's been going on? No, no. what is that? Okay. So, apparently. So, apparently, Baked is he converted to catholicism oh god and i i say that in heavy air quotes <laughs> and he and he and a bunch of other uh no-name streamers got together and decided to get an rv and travel <laughs> and travel across the and travel across the country to uh help maga Right and help promote for for Trump. This is and this is exactly the problem I have with what with right wing grifters. When we have idiots like Baked Alaska, it doesn't fucking help anyone. To uh, does anybody you know. care about him though anymore? Like when he was on Twitter, he that's kind of where he peaked. But he has no. grifted from MAGA to Yang. To oh sorry no 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 he's grifted from MAGA to alt right to Yang to Groiper to now this. Well, fucking Groiper grifter that's pretty sad. That's uh, I mean yeah no one no one cares about him but 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 my but my only concern is that is that the fucking normies will look like the fucking media will spin him as a Trump supporter. And then the fucking normies will believe it. Say, yeah. So, I mean, some of the, I mean, some of the videos I can send. I can send you one, one video. Oh, and he, and he's also been macing people in public too. Chris <laughs> 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 yeah, that sounds about right. Fucking Chris racing fucking random people. I saw that a tweet. Yeah, it says, um, fuck, where is it? Baked Alaska and Dope District teamed up to assault two people with pepper spray today in New Orleans. Baked Alaska supplied the mace and live streamed it. Of course he did. Dope District got into an argument with the people five minutes before attacking them. Hashtag RV6. He calls it content juice. Oh, is that what it is? He's such yeah, a fucking um, idiot. You know he's a drug addict. Yeah, like, he didn't yeah. steal uh, ice besides or someone's like cocaine or was that the other guy? Yeah, he, yeah, he, he, yeah, he was, he was with, he was with Ice Poseidon. I mean, I'm not sure if he, if he, if he was with Ice Poseidon in this, but yeah, he, he hangs out in that crowd. Just a fucking idiot. He's like the I, I think the best way I can describe him is he's the Logan Paul of politics. Like he oh looks like him. Oh my god, that that might that might be the best description. Yeah, I I, I just put it in. Yeah, the, you in can't the beat it, can you? Reminds me of fucking Andy Worski. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, he, he's he's Andy Worski light basically. But my, but my my point being is like my my one of my libtard neighbors brought him up brought him up the other day and as like an evidence of like a race you know like a of like an evil trump supporter and i i just laughed and said 
A, the vast majority of conservatives don't even know who, like, if if you just, if, if you're like my mom and you follow, like, you know, mainstream conservatism, like, you don't know who Baked Alaska even, even is. And even if you do, most, like, mostly all Trump supporters are like, these guys are morons. So. Well, I remember Milo used to employ, like, uh, employ him, and he's he said that like he was just a total fuck up he tried to help him i think he even paid for his rent for a bit and he gave him so many second chances but he turned out to be just a total fuck up and yeah it shows i mean it's bad it's he he just grifts onto everything i mean i i think he's the pinnacle of grifters like unironic grifters he is such a pathetic guy yeah i mean it's not so it's not really that big of a news but i just thought um thought you dropped some e-drama on us yeah well and i mean it and i mean because it is so close to the election and these guy these guys are being counterproductive so you can't really do anything to stop him i mean if he's spray if he's like macing people it's not some like publicity stunt then you can get in trouble like legally for that but you know. well 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 what what he what he's doing and i i so this isn't the first time he's made someone but so what he's doing is he's doing stuff like um he's like so these IRL streamers and i know alex you know this but what a lot of these IRL streamers do is they'll walk around with like their phones and then these loudspeakers and then, like, people will, like, donate super chats that will, like, say, like, really offensive stuff and, like, you know, kind of provoke people. So he w- he was just, like, following this one random dude around. And the dude is, like, you know, quit following me. And he's, like, really nice about it. And then, and then the guy's, like, you know, do I have to come out? Are we going to have a problem? And uh, Biggs is just like, stay back, bro. I I don't want to, you know, mace you. And then <laughs> the guy's like, the guy's like, I I just want to I just want to talk. And Biggs may Biggs mace him. And then the guy starts chasing him. And Biggs Biggs runs. And uh, I mean, I I sent you guys the clip of it in the uh, in the Discord. Oh God, is this the? Uh... Baked Alaska amazing people for them likes, for them clicks. Yep, yeah. yep. Baked, baked, amazing people for content. Maced Alaska. Yeah, jeez. I I rem- I will say this. Like I kind of supported him when he did. Uh, and I mean, it wasn't even that good, but. I liked the idea that he did a pro cop song. So, even though we love love our cops is cringe, I still kind of liked it. Well, he also made a Yang Gang fucking video, music video. I have a oh, personal God. connection to Bake that actually kind of because I think I told I told Alex and Phil this, but so uh, oh god, I see a Mason guy. Oh, dude, the guy's coming at him. <laughs> <laughs> watch he's gonna get like beat up or shot because of this shit you're gonna see his like fucking face on tv um what's stupid is this is all on video 
I mean, really, really stupid. This guy didn't get arrested. I mean, Alaska is going to get thrown in jail. He's going to go in jail for Hillary Clinton does. Great Alaska in jail. <laughs> jail Alaska. Oh, my God. Well, I, I, what I was going to say, though, is that with... I, love, I, I, I love the way all these IL streamers run, too. Shit, yeah. They run like complete uh, morons. And everybody in the chat's like, LOL, like fucking pussy. Oh, is that a security guard that's talking to him? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what the fuck are you doing here, you dumbass motherfucker? What do you think is going to happen? Like, you know, the, what, why do you think these people skip super chats? It's because they love to see them get into shit like... You know, I think Andy Worski was the one who did that with, like, people who keep saying, like, the N-word on the Super Chat, and then, like, some guy, like, attacked them or whatever, like, started to throw shit at him, and then he, like, had his friend try to shoot him or something. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Yeah. His friend tried to shoot him? Yeah, like, that was a whole thing, like, with that, well, that wasn't Big Alaska, that was fucking Andy Worski. That was, like, back, that, that was kind of, like, the last thing I heard of him was, like, he... His friend got like sent to jail because he told him like aim and fire the gun at somebody. The fuck? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Well, what I was gonna mention though is that um I think I've explained to you before, Sam, but when I was in turning point, uh, my <clears throat> chapter at the time well, I was gonna say my boss, but I guess say our chapter like every chapter has a field rep that looks over the chapter and other chapters in their territory. And above them is like a regional field organizer director. That's kind of what right. I'm doing for the campaign right now. But there was a fucking, what was it? It was a debate. I think it was the first presidential debate. And Turning Point was there. I think getting people registered to vote or something because it was in Ohio. And baked alaska came up to these two guys and started like drilling them with questions and whatnot and i quickly realized that the two people in the video were my former i guess you could call a boss former field rep and regional director i forget what his position was but they were my two former turning point people that like looked over our chapter and other shit and he started like grilling them and then he brought up one like who they're voting for he found the one guy isn't voting for trump and went off on that and was actually voting jurgerson and then he then asked the nick fuentes question and they acted like they didn't know who he was and then the one guy started uh like shoving how do you describe it? Like he he started like saying, "Oh, we gotta go, we gotta go," and took, you know, and started like pushing, not physically, but you you know what I mean, like trying to get out of there and pushing my the um, uh, field organizer for Turning Point out with him, and Bakes was just going losing his shit. And Did you ever, to be fair, I, on him because those people shouldn't be fucking bang for jail. Yeah, I know. And I think the thing, too, is that, look, I, Nick and I probably agree on quite a lot of things, but also disagree on some big things. But 
I would never act like I don't know him, and I would never just dodge it like that. I mean, I understand turning points in a weird position, especially if you're employed with them, but just be, you know, just handle that better. Did you ever, so, did you uh, ever meet uh, Baked when he was, when, uh, he was working with Milo and Milo came to uh, campus. Milo never came to Penn State. He was supposed oh, I... to, but he never did. Oh, I thought he... Oh, oh, you had him on the radio show. That's right. Yes. My bad. And that was way after he cut ties with uh, Baked Alaska. Yeah, he was only with Baked for a bit. And I think that was back in 20, when he was doing his, like, campus tours in 2015, 16. And Bakes was just a total fuck-up. Yeah. Well, because I because I remember, I remember, remember that Gavin, uh, Gavin also gave, like, Bakes a shot back in the, uh, you know, in the, in the Gavin McGinnis show days. Oh, really? But, you know... That was, that was a, that was a while ago. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I was going to mention too, I didn't, I think, tell either of you guys is to show the pictures, but I'll post in the chat. But at our office, we got a surprise visit from the gorgeous, and I mean, she is, she's classy as fuck, Melania Trump. I was surprised to see her. They didn't even really tell me she was coming, but here's a few pictures from it of when she visited, and she she's the real deal in person. She's oddly, it's really strange because she's odd. Like on the one hand, when she first walked up the steps and I saw her, she is very much this supermodel, this larger than life, like sort of you know just like big figure and I don't mean big physically but like sucks out all the oxygen out of the room sort of thing because she's a fucking first lady but she felt just so normal at the same time like almost like you could just like sit down talk to her and be like totally normal not like ooh this is the first lady it's just like oh this is this is Melania this is you know, so-and-so's wife that we're just going to talk with, you know? Like, it's, like, no big deal. It's really cool, though. Really cool. And Kellyanne was there, too. Kellyanne Conway. Oh, is she in person? Like, did you get to talk to her at all, or is it all just, like, some sort of planned speech? No, as you can see here, uh, they really didn't even do much speaking, to be honest. So what happened, and let me get the picture of Kellyanne. I know people on the stream aren't going to see this, but... I'm posting it in the chat for the boys. But as you can see, there's... um, So the, to the, if you're looking at Melania when she signed the thing by the pizza boxes, to the left there where the Secret Service are, are steps down to the basement. I took Phil down there today. Melania like came into the basement because that was the easiest access point from the street, the, uh, well, the parking area with the motorcade or whatever you want to call it and 
She came in, saw the volunteers down there, came upstairs, said hi. She basically said, just said hi, thanked us for what we were doing. And then Kellyanne did the same thing. She signed that thing and said that she got us pizza and then walked out. And that was pretty much it. I mean, it was a quick visit. I understand they're busy and a lot of jazz. They were going to give a speech. I know they did that somewhere else, but still really cool. It's kind of like when they had, uh, what was it, Eric Trump go down to the Penn State one? No, see, that was different because with Eric, and I, and I think this is maybe due to the COVID shit too, but with Eric, you know, you got to shake his hand, take a photo, get an autograph, say a few quick words. With Melania, Kellyanne, and even Laura Trump, I think it was a lot of people that visited our office, it was just, hey, we're here, hi, thank you for what you're doing, and then they left. Like, there's no, like, interaction, really. Yeah, I can understand that. That that probably makes sense. You really can't do too much right now. Because yeah. Yeah, it's a shame, but it's so cool. <sighs> oh, and that, that was the day I got into the thing we, we will not talk about. <laughs> no, I, uh, I hear ya. <laughs> I was referring to the other times so you've had car issues. The other, oh god. Multiple other times. <laughs> My Richard Hammond experiences. My See, Richard like, Hammond moments. The reason people's car insurance is expensive. It's because of me, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, yeah, but. Yeah, so. That happened. It's been a crazy week, man. It's been a crazy week. And on Sunday, I got the uh, new iPhone 12. I've been using that for now almost a week. You're uh, you're ahead of me, Sean. Are you on the 11? No, I've I've still got the iPhone 10s. Oh shit! Yeah, the only reason we got the 12 was because. Verizon and all and AT&T too I think was offering some deal where when you upgraded or switched you'd get like basically four phones for almost free like it was a killer deal so everybody upgraded and if you were on an 8 you could upgrade to the 12 for only like 5 bucks a month for 2 years and for uh, the rest of the family upgrades to add the second gen XEs but yeah it's pretty. I like the um, flattened edges on this a lot. Yeah, I I I want to get one because I I I need to get like a new phone in a way because my because uh, Apple Care just expired on mine. I'm not going to get the Pro because that's overkill. Yeah, it is. And and, and plus, I already have an iPad Pro. So but the Apple Care is that like your warranty? Extended it, warranty. Yeah, yeah, like protect, like protects against like spill, you know, spills and like any damage for up to two years. So, I stopped doing Apple Care. I remember my mom would always pick, "Oh, you ha- you gotta do it," and she'd make me do it. I found it to be just kind of a money grab in a way, because it really is like I don't abuse my phone or any of my apple products and even if you were like i think it doesn't cut does it cover spills i thought it didn't cover spills it it does now oh that's new then 
Interesting. I'm going to look that up. But I just don't see the point when, like, if something's going to go wrong with your phone or something that's actually really bad, it's going to happen within the first year, and that's already covered. But beyond that, if shit's going bad, like, you're going to upgrade anyway. Well, I, I will tell you this. I got... I, I have Apple Care on my AirPods and that has actually been worth it because uh, one of my AirPods malfunctioned and uh, I was able to get it replaced for nothing. Nice. That's good. Yeah. I mean. Now, was it malfunctioned from the, uh, you know, would that have been covered by warranty or was it like something that was a manufacturer's defect or did you do something to it? Uh, it might have been a manufacturer's defect. I don't know, but um, but it it like one of them like started to like cut out, and then like the noise cancellation wasn't working, and like I was getting feedback in one of them. So, well, the iPhone I upgraded from was the eight too. So I've now I never was using the iPhones with no home button. Or face ID, I've still been using the thumbprint with the home button with the smaller screen. I have to say, this phone, when you put my iPhone 8 on top of it, the 12 is only a tiny bit bigger. Like, it's barely bigger, but it feels massive compared to it because of that edge-to-edge display. Like, it feels huge. And... I've gotten used to it now. Like I got a spec case and a screen protector on it. I got the screen prote- screen protector on perfectly, which never happens. But I'm very happy yeah. with it. It's probably the best iPhone. Period. Yeah, you. Yeah, you saw on my. I saw you saw on my Instagram. I posted that I got like a. I got an, a uh, a new case on mine. Yeah, I saw that. I considered it. I actually did look at it, but what was that brand called again? It's called uh, Phone Rebel. Okay, let's show for this brand, Phone Rebel. <laughs> um, I mean, I why did I not go with them? Let me look at them because I'll probably remember why. Uh, oh yeah, they were way too big for me. Like I looked at it, it looked like a massive, like bulky case. I don't like bulky cases because that doesn't fit in my hand or my pocket. Neither do I, but the one I got was like pretty slim. Yeah. Yeah, the spec one that I got is pretty good. And what I like about the spec ones is they have nice rubbery, like, not really rubber, but they have grippy stuff on the side so you can hold in one hand and not worry about it. And their latest case is really nicely made. Yeah, so... Yeah, so... That's that, and oh, what was I gonna talk? Oh, how can we? Since you're on here, Sam, uh, we gotta talk about as Phil's impression goes. Sir Sean Connery. Sean Connery yeah. passed away today on Halloween at the age of ninety. I was shocked to see that when I woke up. I've learned like a few minutes after the announcement was made and I was surprised because Roger Moore died what a year or two years ago yeah 
Yeah, yeah, he died uh, a few years back. Now was it wasn't he younger too? Mm, let me check. I think because Sean Connery died at the age of ninety, Roger Moore. I feel like he died younger. Um, I mean, he looked older physically, which was weird because like didn't they hire him because like Sean Connery was getting too old or something? Yes. Yeah. But then he aged like like milk like on screen at least. He did. Roger Moore passed away at the age of eighty nine, so about the same, just a little bit younger i mean i liked him i i, I did like the roger moore movies like you know, he was i think up until recently he was in i think the most james bond movie of any actor i think he still holds that yeah yeah does he i thought the other uh the daniel craig like overtook him no i don't think craig's anywhere near close actually i think i think craig is on par but the thing that is is Craig's Bonds have been released like every like five years, so that's true. He, well, I think Craig has been the Bond for the longest time, but he wasn't yeah. in the most movies. Yeah, and then and then uh, Timothy Dalton, who is my avatar on Discord, he was only Bond for two films. Yeah. Wasn't it like the one like was that the guy played the Batman or something? No. I thought one of them like played Batman and something. Like one not not the new one, but like one of the older ones. Oh, you're thinking I think I know what you're thinking of. You are thinking of George Lazenby who never played Batman. He played like a fucking uh, underwear model in like Australia, I think. He was a yeah. model, yeah. Yeah, that that's George that's George Lazenby. Um Timothy Dalton though, let's see. He never played Batman, but let's see. He was uh he was he was bond for he was only bond in like two films. Yeah. Yeah, Dolan was in two of them. The shortest was Lazenby. He was only in one. Which was what... See, here's the crazy thing about Sean Connery is when they offered him uh, the role to come back again for... Because he came back for Diamonds Are Forever. But they offered him to come back in... Uh, why is my mind slipping? In, um, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, which is one of the more, I guess say, iconic bigger bonds and he passed it up he missed out he missed oh, out yeah this season was like one of the shittier ones that was the one with lazenby right it is one of lazenby yeah well he wasn't the best bond but like the movie itself was it, it, it did not feel like a james bond movie the dude got fucking married like that's yeah it was know? bond trying to like you know, retire. It's like Alex Jones trying to retire, but at the very end, he gets reminded, like, no, you're once you're a spy, you're always a spy. I don't know. I didn't. It, I didn't like it as much. I I didn't think. You well, know. well, but but see, that's how that's how it goes in the novel of On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Oh yeah. Uh, Bond got married in in the book too, and then his wife got killed and. 
But what I'm impressed by is that Sean Connor made it to 90. Yeah. I mean, so it it was, you know, it's bittersweet, but at the same time, it's not, it's not like, it's not like some of these other celebrity deaths you hear where like, you know, it's not like Chris Cornell who died at like, you know, 48 or, you know, Tom Petty who died at, you know, 64. You know, Sean Connery died of old age and he died in his sleep. I mean, yeah. I, I think mean, his if, health if, had been deteriorating recently, supposedly. He, yeah, but I mean, again, he, but yeah, I mean that's true. But when you, when you're ninety, what isn't deteriorate? Exactly. Deteriorating. Well, what I mean too is it's not like he just had like a random heart attack and died. Like I think there was actually like, um, like signs that he was coming to that point. I'm not sure. I need to check. But well, to be fair, too, this whole pandemic probably didn't help him, like, at least with his will to live and mentally. Like, can you imagine that? Like, let's say you're that old, you can't see your grandchildren or anything like that. You can't do shit. You probably don't know how to use a computer. So what the fuck are you going to do with yourself? That, that's one thing I do want to talk about with COVID real quick, too, is, like, my grandmother is, my grandmother on my dad's side is 91. And she's starting to... She's not starting. She's kind of had dementia, but I mean, you know, COVID, COVID hasn't been good for anyone anyway. And then you add in, you know, you add in dementia and whatnot. And oh boy, it's not, it's not pretty at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I think again, we talked about this in the early days of COVID, the, COVID crisis unleashed an economic crisis, a medical crisis, or a health crisis, and a mental health crisis. Yeah. I think no, the Zoomers, not. too, are going to get hit the hardest. Like, my great-grandfather, he survived COVID, but now he's, like, he's stuck in a nursing home, you know, and, like, he really doesn't like that. And, like, he can't do shit. He, he's physically blind, you know, like... He's really not doing too well in the nerd. Like, I mean, physically, I mean, he's doing fine, but like mentally, it's got to be fucking very tough. Yeah. Especially with someone like of that age, you know, because he's already like 98. You know, it's. That's not a fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, nursing home at any age sucks, but like, you know, to deal with it in the age of COVID it's probably the worst like when you can't do shit and like the only things you can do involve like other people like seeing you know relatives and stuff because we used to come over for um you know like the holidays and stuff we go over there we can't do that anymore because he's in the nursing home did you see too that with Sean Connery he died in his sleep in the Bahamas which which is where the first Bond movie was shot and filmed was the Bahamas. Yeah, no, yeah, that's true. Is that Doctor No? Yep. Yeah, that's like the famous setting from it is in the Bahamas. That's crazy. I mean, if I was rich, I'd I'd be at the fucking Bahamas right now. Yeah, that's how you escape COVID. 
Yeah, like that's what the rich people do. They can, you know, they can afford to um, live and do fun shit while everyone else is stuck. So why not? So the only bonds left alive are Dalton, Pierce, Craig, and uh, Lazenby. The two biggest ones are gone. Yeah. And they. What was that, Sam? And they both live to, you know, really. They both lived a real long time, good long lives. Mm-hmm. So, what, was it, what did you think of Connery, though, as a Bond? You know, as I got older and I got into the cinema, I, you know, as I got into film, I really like him as Bond, especially like now there's so much that you couldn't do. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I was you know, like, watching these as a kid, Brosnan was always my Bond because was, he was the Bond from when I was early in childhood. And I always, when I thought of Bond, I thought of him. And then kind of Craig, I guess, a bit. Same here. Yeah, exactly. And Connery's I didn't really get into till a little bit after that. But, like, it didn't take long. And then... I kind of didn't at first understand why people loved him so much. And then, as you said, you got older, you kind of understand it more. And I associate well, him more with Bond. Well, and see, I, 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 like the, I like the fact that Sean Connery's Bond is probably the most politically incorrect <laughs> Bond, too. Like, Dude, he's a total if you, Chad. If you watch, yeah, if, if you, like, if you watch, if you like, if watch like goldfinger there there's a scene where he basically like so he slaps the like, chick's ass yeah he basically tells her to he basically tells her to, to go away because the men are talking and then <laughs> i know i saw that uh, like a like a year ago and both my dad and i were like what the fuck that sticked out so much like you i i, I was i was laughing my ass off i'm like <laughs> I'm like I'm like based in trad pills. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah. I think, and the thing too is like it's kind of comedic, and I think that's how you can still get away with that. You know, it's not like that movie's gonna be quote unquote canceled just yet, but I think it's oh, supposed cool. to be comedic. But it is still like a big whoa. I don't know that oh, was, but, you know, shit happened like that. Oh, oh believe yeah. me, oh believe me, that's coming. That's coming down the line. Down the line. Did you uh? Did you see Bill Burr's SNL? I think I saw and his opening. Yeah. He he was he was saying that the, like the left is, has gone so crazy that they're now canceling dead people, and it, it's true. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they're doing got, the Connery. And uh, yeah, Gones in the chat says when Pierce Brosnan croaks, there will be no one left who can say they were in a good uh, Bond film. Okay, that's not yeah. true. <laughs> I don't know. Well, who who else was decent? Like I, I think Pierce Bro- or uh, who who's the new guy? Daniel Craig. Shit. Fuck his Bond movies. They're not Bond. <laughs> what? Fuck his. He doesn't even look like Bond. He doesn't even have dark hair. Like that's you know number one. Like I don't want to be fucking Chris Chan over here, but be real. Yeah, uh, you're right. You know, 
and then two, it's too actiony. Like I don't want a fucking. I want a comedy. You want like a that, comedy? What do you want, Kingsman? They're goofy fucking like dumbest comedies. So you want Kingsman? So I mean, want... that's probably more close to what Bond was than what we're getting now. Well, okay, yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of Craig, but he's grown on me, and I will say what I like about his is that he's more of a men like a a brutal menacing guy that you can actually can actually fuck shit up whereas some of these other bonds i won't say they're wimpy but they're not as intimidating as him at the same time i do agree that craig lacks the the suave look of a bond he looks a little bit too rough and like gorky again i still say nominate henry cavill because he's the best combination of everything he's big and buff and strong good looking british and I could say modernized a bit, but I, I that's why I do. I think most of Craig's movies were all over the place. Um, like I think Skyfall is by far his best, but Spectre See, is okay. Spectre Quantum was Saul okay. Is okay. Quantum Solace was terrible. Yeah, it's I, I, I I liked his first movie, Casino Royale. I, I when I first saw it, I did not like it at all. I thought it was boring and stupid. It's grown on me a lot. Like well, it grown I, me a lot. Compare those to the older ones. Though. Do they even look like like if you looked at the original Bond films and what they like what they were quintessentially about? Do they even look like Bond films? They really they. And this is what I didn't like about Casino Royale is that it really didn't because there were no key, there was no Q no Q gadgets, and that comes into and that's why I think Skyfall the best balance of the modern stuff with the old stuff, and I think they need to reinvigorate some way, and that's what they were trying to do. Yeah. But I think they need to do that once Craig is done. They need to really spice things up. Well, it's just like they're not like the old James Bond movies. They weren't action movies. If you like, what like at least not really. Like they were, they had more of a comedic take to them. They weren't super serious Jason Bourne wannabe clones. Yeah, you know, and I, I don't know. Like something got lost in translation along the way, and that's what we have now. Do you want to know what Connery said in a Playboy interview? <laughs> what? And I, I saw Milo post this. He said, I, 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 "What." I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> he stated, an op- quote, an open-handed slap is justified if all other alternatives fail and there has been plenty of warning when he talks about hitting women. He continues with, quote, if a woman is a bitch or hysterical or bloody-minded continually, then I do it. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, here's the thing, like, today, if a woman... Like I like I said, based in trad bond. He, he is. Let's, let's be real. You know, if he said that about like if a woman said, "Oh, you know, I beat men all the time," they progressive. progressive. Yeah, it's just the shit that we have. It's it's kind of changed. Like you know, society's changed. Some things for the better, some things for the worst. Like you know, it's not okay to hit women, but like you know, if a woman's hitting you first, you know what happens. What if she's being a bitch, hysterical, or whatever the third thing was? <laughs> Is a bitch hysterical or bloody-minded continually? 
I don't know, man. Gonna defer to Sean Connery. Let's, for no, let's defer to the chat. Chat, let us know. Did Sean Connery do nothing wrong, or no? You know, like that's a, that's a thing, man. It's, you can't really be judging fucking seventies and sixties shit by today's standards because those are different times, man. That's true. That's true. Everything like man, I need, I need to go and get a copy of fucking Gone with the Wind now because I I saw it the like before they canceled it like at fucking Walmart like value bin. I should have picked it up then. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you should pick up Goldfinger too because now that one's gonna be canceled. I have I have all the like old Bond movies on like this collection. Yeah, my dad does too. See, that's my the dog. thing that's weird about those Bond movies is that I bet if they made it that way today with this sort of like kind of formulaic like. 50 movie series i think it wouldn't really work now but i mean there's something about those and i think sam feels the same way that it's they're just they're enjoyable for what they are they're they're fun they're fun yeah Uh, now now the books see it's interesting that alex you don't like you don't like the craig not uh movies because they're too action back but the original not the original novels by Ian Fleming are actually pretty fucking dark, even yeah. for the, even for like the nineteen fifties when they were written. And that's where the Craig ones kind of took some, like, divergence from the previous movies. They kind of actually took more from the books, and got more because the books didn't like glamorize the spy life. It was very dark and gritty and realistic, and Bond was like. I don't want to say a misogynist, but he was more of a complicated man. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing too. Like, I never really read the books, so I don't really have an opinion one way or the other. It's just judging a movie yeah. on its merit. I like the older ones better because it it felt unique. Like now we have like Born, we have these other movies. Maybe they took, maybe they were more like the books than the original Bond was, but. You know, I kind of I I like the fact that there was this sort of almost lack lackadaisical movie series. Yeah, and that's where I think the Bond movies in a weird place right now is they kind of don't know what they want to be, and they don't know what can make themselves different. I think I I feel like that's how I, a lot of movies are though now. Like how some, many more some of them? Like how many more Marvel movies do we need? negative five <laughs> well i think there's like movie like i mean we mentioned kingsman but one thing i'll say about kingsman is that it knew what it wanted to be and it did it you can like it or hate it think it's great good bad ugly whatever it does know what it wants to be and there are quite a few movies like that out there but there are a lot of movies that kind of follow this formula that bond in many ways popularized in other genres like star wars uh, genres movies like star wars you know popularized oh speaking of uh second season mandalorian first episode's out now i I watched it i haven't seen it yet but i want to see it probably like sunday night so tomorrow night how was it i think it was good there are people who who didn't like as much but um oh, they're already haters here we go you know i feel like that's a show that's like already gonna get like 
it's you're gonna get like a lot more love or like a lot more hate. I I like it because it well I like it because it's, it's good, but I also like it because it pisses off the uh, SJWs. Weapons are a part of my religion. They hate that, and they hate that the character is like basically a strong alpha male. Chad. And and they hate they hate the fact that like for for you know so for years Disney was trying to sell us on Ray, thinking that, that you know oh that's what women. Nope, they want the man want. and the baby. Yeah, tur- turns out that all of the women can't get enough of Baby Yoda, so. I really liked the first season. I mean, I was watching. Let's see, I, I watched that. That was in in the winter of last year. I was watching the oh, fuck. What was that show you wanted me to watch, Alex? There's a bunch of them. I went to the the I world, the end of the fucking world. I like that one. Yeah, I watched that, and then I watched The Witcher and The Mandalorian, and man, that that was a great pairing, The Witcher and Mandalorian. I I can't wait till witcher comes back on because those two shows were like my favorite shows of that year fucking games i can't believe what they did to tris what was that after playing the games i can't believe what they did to tris like i mean i can because it's netflix but like i i know i've heard a lot of complaints about that and i think it's stupid too i don't like that shit you know i don't know how you can justify that like i get it maybe in the fucking books to this half but really no one gave a shit about the books until the games came out like let's be real here it's one of those things <laughs> like the books are made by some like polish dude i think they're translating english until cd project red took over yeah and then they race swap trust yeah like it's and she's got red hair too like you know that's i mean i, I get i know it's magic and all but like you know she wasn't that in the books and there, there were like other races, I think, in the books somewhere. Like I know in the games, they had like the Arabian people at some point, like at least in the one expansion, you know. But I just don't like that trend of, you know, reverse Michael Jacksoning people. <laughs> yeah, it is stupid. I just, I, I don't get it. Like, I bet they're gonna complain next with the Mandalorian that the one that the person of color who's the Mandalorian. You know, he has his his uh, helmet on all the time, so, like, when there's a main lead that is a, a person of color and you can't even see his color, is somehow, you know, internalized oppression or something like that. If they want to see a person of color, like, in a lead role, they can always look at the movies, you know, the new ones. Yeah. Which I mean, China loves. <laughs> yeah, except for, you know, the person of color in there, and that's why they hide him. The... Yeah, dude, that was fucked where they spam small and try to hide him on the posters in china did you see what they did with the mcdonald's like fucking thing like, yeah they banned china. black people yeah you know for being a communist country they're really you know this is this is what communism looks like folks it's not this you know fucking picturesque company you know some country in like fucking sweden it's more like fucking russia or china where they really you know they don't have a lot of racial uh, harmony necessarily there is this headline that just said is the mandalorian it says emmy predictions is the mandalorian the next game of thrones no no i don't see the mandalorian like sweeping emmys up 
Yeah, I, I liked it. I mean, I didn't see the whole thing though. You still haven't I, seen the whole thing. I don't have Disney Plus, so I can't. Damn. <sighs> Do you want the free trials, dude? I I had it for a while. Use like, another I, credit card for another free trial. I finished it, and like, my TV doesn't like it for some reason, so I had to like use my PlayStation. My PlayStation isn't out there, so it's like, you know, one of those things where like comcast doesn't let like maybe if comcast lets me actually like fucking play it off of their box like they do with hulu and shit that'd be cool or if like they add to the switch you know i'd i'd use it yeah but that, that's the thing like fucking comcast man like it's weird like you can get netflix and hulu and like peacock and all this other shit on there you know no problem but like for some reason that it, it did not like uh did not like Disney Plus. Ghost of Niccolo says, um, Mandalorian face reveal will be a woman. Exceptions, expectations subvert guys. Mandalorian will be a black female. LMAO. No, it's already been revealed who the Mandalorian is. Like, you see it in the fucking. Everybody knows who plays him. It's the dude from Game of Thrones. And, uh, he does take off his helmet in, I think, the second or last episode or the last episode of the first season. Is he trying to be like Master Chief with that shit? <laughs> I like the fucking legendary ending when you still don't see it. And like, we still don't know what fucking Master Chief's head looks like. Like, we need to fix that. Like, we need to fix that. Honestly, like, you know, fucking Netflix, you want to make a bunch of like bullshit movies of like famous game series. You know, I know they try to make like a Halo miniseries at some point. Like, yeah. I think what Spielberg was attached to that. And I think became uh, District 9 somehow. Oh, who was there was some it was for showtime yeah oh no 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 it's scheduled to premiere in 2021 that's next year dude no i heard that they had one and then it like got canceled or ever and became district nine i like think they're... that was maybe the original conception of it but no they're saying like spielberg is a producer on this and it's gonna happen i think it'd be a good netflix series i don't know about a full on well I just have a bad bad taste in my mouth when it comes to video game movies because they never seem to hit the nail on the head. What was the one that... um? Oh, yeah, The Witcher. I think The Witcher is the one that's not the best. And I don't even know if you can call that technically a video game adaptation because it's kind of a book adaptation. Well, yeah, but I think you know, everyone knows about it from the fucking video games. But I think they're using a lot of the lore from the books, and that's probably what threw a lot of people off. Like, but I they the also video. use a lot from the games. Like, Henry Cavill played the games to like, get a sense of the character, so it's like it's kind of from both in some ways. Yeah, except for Triss. Yeah, I know, which is stupid bullshit. <laughs> but no, like, I don't know. Like, I mean... I think that they did because, like, I was playing the games, and at least in the first season, there really wasn't anything that was like super like done much in the games. Like, except for I guess you, I guess like Siri being around is probably more of like Witcher three because she wasn't even like at all in the first two. But none really cares about the first two, anyways. Well, also the voice of Geralt is very much like the game. And his mannerisms and his looks and everything is very much like the game. That's true, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It is mostly, I think, book-inspired, but there's a lot of video game inspiration. And that's a show, too, that 
critics hated but fans a lot or people loved yeah because uh, it was a pretty popular game series and it was a pretty fun if not like at least the first were pretty awkward games the third one was kind of decent which you know i don't know like i, I like cd project red like politically or whatever like the fact that they're a small game company fighting like these big juggernauts but you know they're after playing enough of their games i don't know i don't know how i feel mm. also but, speaking of games there's a big star wars sale going on in uh conjunction with the mandalorian really you know season two release on the Steam store, you can buy a lot of those classic Star Wars games for, like, super cheap. I'm going to get some after the show. Were you looking at those, Alex? I know I sent you the link to that. I looked at them. I didn't buy any yet. After you have the... to do it quick because it, it's going to... The sale is done tomorrow, November 2nd. Yeah, I better get going. Dude, like, some of them were suit. Like, I was surprised how cheap some of these were. Like, let me pull a ship. Did you ever play the old Star Wars games, Sam? Oh yeah, I I grew up on Knights of the Old Republic. Yes. See, I never played the original ones. I play, I still play the Old Republic, the MMO, but that game was huge. No, you need to play the you need to play Knights of the Old Republic, which is like from two thousand three. Yeah, let me send uh, you this link, Sam. You might be interested in these because these are like super dirt cheap. I think I have most, if not all, of those games either on computer or on, like, Xbox or whatever. I don't have any of them except LEGO Star Wars. I have that on my iPhone and on my Wii and PlayStation. I have the original Battlefront and Battlefront 2, but those were on PlayStation. And when I tried to emulate them, it came out really shit. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it was, like, had a lot of goofy stuff so i'm gonna definitely get the battlefronts and the knights of the old republic but the new battlefront which looks gorgeous even though i don't know how great of a game it is it's fucking cheap yeah because it's pretty shit like i i, I have the first one i have the second one they're nothing like the old ones yeah but sean can you play the new battlefront because i can't what do you mean well, you have a Mac, you have a Mac too, right? Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, if you look on Steam here, it will show you what OSs they can run on. The Knights of the Old Republic ones can run on Mac. The yeah, they, yeah, they can because I I have them. Oh, nice. Yeah, a lot of them though are almost the rest are PC, but I still have my PC here, my desktop that I need to get a graphics card for. It. But the Battlefront Ultimate Edition for the new one. It's only eight bucks. Like that's really fucking cheap. Well, if you really want to, couldn't you just like dual boot it into Windows? Like, there's a way you can uh, configure that. You can, but I'm not gonna. I don't want. I don't want to do that. I'll probably end up getting a PC at some point anyway. Yeah, oh, yeah. game PC. Thirty eighty or whatever that shit. Like, you got enough money for that, Sean? Yeah. I'm I'm gonna once the whole crazy the chaos is done this week, this coming week I'm gonna I'm gonna plan I'm gonna be doing a lot of thinking and planning, and it's well you played both Bal the new Battlefronts right Alex, I've played the I've seen some play the first one I've I've owned the second one they're both 
terrible like pay to win garbage that that's what's holding me back from like because the second one's pretty cheap too at only 15 bucks but that is what's holding me back no don't buy it you're not missing out on anything it's like the original star wars battlefront battlefront 2 like especially the second one because they had that galactic conquest mode i love i love galactic conquest yeah, the only thing like, that's pulling me in on the second one is that it has way more planets and maps and stuff. It's not. It's not a fun game. Like if it's fucking pay to win, no. Like yeah. and you need. You still need to get like a shit ton of tokens to unlock people. Like in, in the original Star Wars Battlefronts, you you unlock them. Like I think you came with like most of those people unlocked during Galactic Conquest or whatever. You you would but like it was part of the game like you could go and spend resources on that yeah yeah i'm definitely getting the original ones because i mean the first battlefront i don't know that's not really worth getting in many ways but i'm just gonna have for the sake of having it because there were some maps that are in that one that aren't in the battlefront 2 but battlefront 2 was i played that first there's so many hours i've clocked on that thing it was amazing it was so cool I like the first one. I think they're both decent in their own right. Like, I kind of like, you know, that one had a decent story mode, too. I mean, the second one had an even better one, but, you know, extra gameplay you can you can do shit with. And you could, um, I think the second and the first one, you could, like, use the uh, spaceships on, like, land battles because they didn't have the space battle part in the first one. Did you ever, did any of you ever play Jedi Academy or Jedi Knight Jedi Academy? Yeah, yeah, I had that for the original Xbox. Is that good? Oh, yeah, no, that was fun. You could go and, like, create your fucking own Jedi. Hmm. Like, and you could actually, like, do swordplay with it. It wasn't, like... What about Republic you know? Commando? Oh, that was fun, too. I had that for the original Xbox as well. It was the first-person shooter as a, uh, I think... I, I didn't get too far because I was a kid in it, but like you know, plays like a fucking first-person shooter, like I think it's a stormtrooper, Republic commando, or whatever. That's what I thought. Yeah, I might get that. Did you? Did you any of you play Force Unleashed? Yeah. Did you ever play God of War? It's like that. <laughs> Pretty much, like quick time events. I mean, it, it was a fun game. The trailer was awesome for that game, where he like takes down fucking like Star Destroyer with yeah, the lightning. That, but quick time event yeah or destroy my i had a guy actually help my friend out with that because he couldn't spam the click button fast enough for it i might get republic commando because i know a lot of people like really love that game yeah it's it's a fun one because i definitely want to take advantage of these i mean it's some really good deal so i think the battlefronts and the knights of the Oracle old republics are definite I will say that's what I like about Steam you can get some games like pretty pretty cheap yeah that's the one thing though is like fucking epic you get them for free that's true what, what do they have this week I haven't checked uh, it's nothing, I don't think it's anything that good but like the one week they had uh, like they'll give you like triple A games sometimes like I missed out Except... there's like I already have that on Steam then when they gave out, this all started the GTA free shit. Yeah, I have that. I I believe I have that one. What else were they giving out? What was the one you missed out on? Uh, it was like one of those like stock 
for Shadow of Chernobyl or whatever. It was like one of those sort of games. There was like another one that was similar to it. Are you thinking of uh, Watch Dogs? No, it was like called Stalker. Stalker. Oh, yeah, people in the chat, Rogue Squadron. Yeah, I heard Rogue Squadron was good. It's EA, don't do it. No, I, I guess I won't get Battlefront 2 then. Republic Commando likes that. Force Unleashed with Star Wars can till Disney Trilogy. Yeah. Okay, the Ghostbusters game is what's free right now. And, I mean, it'll add up to your game library, so if you ever get around to it. Like, I, I just download, cause, or not download, just ins get the free version. I got, like, this Vietnam game on there that was actually really fun. Like, I wasn't expecting that. It was actually enjoyable. You played so Dark Forces like... too, didn't you? No, I never I I heard that one was a really good one. I I probably will buy that. I heard that one was amazing. Galactic like, that was pretty... Saga. What was that? I I heard I think that uh the Dark Forces was I think N sixty four. So that would have been a little bit before I was really of age. It was released in nineteen ninety five. Yeah, I think it was N64 or something. I don't know. That was like the year I was fucking born, though, so I didn't really get too much of that. Yeah. My brother may have had it, but it's been long gone. I mean, they did make some pretty decent games. Like, definitely get the Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Especially if you like that old RPGs. But like I, I enjoyed that. I I like the second one. I didn't play the first one as much. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna get it. cause I always I remember when I was a kid, and I'd like go into game stores or when I was looking at Star Wars stuff. That mask of that dude, I forget what he's fucking called, with like the what was that? So like Darth Revan. No, not Rev. Well, I don't know if that was that Revan, but the guy with the, like the white mask thing oh darth nihilus nihilus yeah i that just like sticks in my mind because it looks like the fucking scream mask in some ways it's like really like cool and i was like i always wanted creepy. that game it's fucking creepy i think i got the last level on the second one i couldn't beat it i was like on core ban or whatever and i fucked up somehow i don't know if i broke it like if there was some sort of game breaking glitch but i just couldn't beat it goon says force unleash on we had a killer pvp mode swing the Wii remote like a lightsaber until you win yeah that was that was cool i have to say i man i love the old republic timeline that they should make movies on the old republic they're they're, they're thinking about it and i know that before the game of thrones produced the game of thrones producers were supposed to do that yeah they then, were because it's such a cool, like, you know, like, whole nother, like, mythos in Star Wars. Like, way more things to explore. I mean, have you ever played Star Wars The Old Republic, Sam? Yeah, I actually have. I, that's, I love that game. I, it's one of the few games I, like, consistently play. It's just, I love it. That yeah. is Sith and KOTOR 2. Nice. Uh, you should have seen Star Wars Galaxies when that shit was on. I used to play that. I actually had... I don't know if I still have it, but like, I remember my mom bought it once for us for Christmas. And we never played it because you had to subscribe. 
Yeah, it's just fucked now. Like, there's free servers, but, like, man, that, like, my, I, I did, I do that well. Like, I, I played, like, after they did this shitty update, but, like, my brother played a lot when it first came out. It was, like, one of the most in-depth, in like, fucking MMO games out there. At the like, time, just my yeah. Because, like, you, you could, like, get so many of these, like, different, like, weird skills that weren't even, like, combat-related, like, you could, um, you know, become like a dancer. Like I was a Wookiee dancer, so I thought it was funny. <laughs> so I was, but like, you, you could do all these like weird stuff. You could be a smuggler. Like the space combat was pretty badass in there. That mm. was, and it, it was just like, in a lot of ways, just kind of better than, like a lot more, more in depth. I, I kind of feel like, and I never even played, so I don't know if this is right or wrong. I, I, I kind of feel like that new Knights of the Old Republic online game is probably closer to like a world of warcraft clone than what you know that well game no i mean it's uh, people actually criticize that it's like in in well and this is the criticisms that it gets but also the love it gets is that it's not like a lot of mmos like for example when you're uh doing i mean the big focus on the the old republic is the story like you pick your classes and they have these stories that you go down but that's the central thing and a lot of the other stuff is kind of secondary and what's really nice i like and i've gotten so used to it that i wish some of our games would have is like when you're in the cutscenes, you know picking up your quests or completing your quests or any parts of the story it's all voice acting and it's all you know scenes that you can interact with and everything but with I mean, I'm not trying to throw RuneScape under the bus, but like a RuneScape, it's like, here's your quest, and it's all written in text, and that's it. I know it's a different game in some ways, but it yeah, operates no, like... To be fair, this was made by some dude in, like, Java when he was <laughs> in college. Oh, I know, and that's what I'm saying. It's not a fair comparison, but a lot of MMOs still do that, and uh, the Old Republic does have things like, you know, the all the action the uh, abilities like an mmo and it, the paper one no well no they, it's they have real world money transfers yes they do but it's it i wouldn't call it pay to win it's pay to expand and get a lot of the cool shit but it's not like you can't do anything it's not like you can't level up or can't win and stuff like when you go into the multiplayer they the maps are set or the the um yeah i guess like say the maps like the lobbies you're in don't have like depending on the level you're at they they keep a cap like when you're at level 14 let's say you can be in lobbies from like level one to level 15 mm -hmm. but it's it 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 gets a little ridiculous with how they nickel and dime you for example and they've changed this recently so for example you used to only be able to allow you used, you used to only be able to have like quarter of a million credits in your bank account and then you'd have to subscribe or pay for an expansion or something to get a bigger wallet basically and with a quarter of a million, you really couldn't buy that much. Like, you were really limited. But they upped it to, I think, a million now? Or half a million? I forget. 
but the economy's also changed in the game where a lot of things are just more expensive in general, so. Yeah, no, that, that, yeah, that's not good. Like, so you want to criticize RuneScape, man, but in terms of fucking free, <laughs> like, if you play the fucking free version, you can make enough money in there to get, like, the fucking paid-for version. Well, and that's what yeah. I did, like, about RuneScape when I played it. That's why. Fuck anyone. It's everything I said was bad about that old Republic, like the pay-to-win shit. Well, it's not pay-to-win. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I look. I'm not. I like. I'm not criticizing RuneScape. I'm just saying it's like it's a little different. But Old Republic is is pretty. You do get a lot for the free to play. You just also miss out on a good chunk. You get like seventy five percent of the game. And like for example, the expansions. Do you have all the expansions in free to play? No. But they recently just gave people the first two, and there's three more that you'd have to pay to get. Hold on, I, you cut out for a second, or maybe I cut out. Oh, I was saying you, with you, you both, you both cut out for me. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it must have been connection issue. But what I was saying, Alex, was that with the free version, you get like seventy-five percent of the game. Normally, you wouldn't get the expansions, but they've now given free-to-play players the first two expansions. And there's, I think, a total of five expansions. So there's three you miss out on unless you pay. Yeah, it's total of five. So. So now, is there a way for you to earn the, uh, to be able to like get enough something to be able to like, are you able to go and trade a membership or whatever they want to call it for that game? Um, no. But what you can do, for example, and I've done this before. You, there are workarounds. So let's say you want something that's half a million credits, but your wallet's limited to a quarter of a million. Whatever you earn, whatever money you get that's over the quarter of a million gets put in your escrow, and you can get on the basically the grand exchange of Star Wars, the uh, galactic trade market. You can buy of credits an escrow transfer to then get that money out of your escrow and temporarily have over the credit cap. That was the term I was looking for was a credit cap. And you could buy some of the pricier things, and I've done that before. Character unlocks. You're, when you're a free-to-play free player, you can only have, I think, three characters. But when you subscribe, you get, I think, ten or something. But you can, in the cartel or market, you can spend money real money to get some of the character slots or you can just get enough credits and buy one on the grand exchange galactic trade market and i've done that oh that's yeah no that's interesting and they do that that's what i'm saying is like it's not as bad as you might think it is it's not great but i wouldn't expect it from a you know mmo a you know triple A MMO. They have decent. Oh yeah, they have, they have some decent ones out there, you know. Oh yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Like I was never a big fan of World of Warcraft. Well, I used to play it, but you know, it, it was decent at one time, and then they probably fucked it up like every MMO does. But I hear it's, it's they made like an old school version now. Oh really? Like, yeah, because it was better back then, before they fucked it up. Like, RuneScape started that trend because a lot of these ones did fuck up a good thing. I will say that's the one thing that's nice about the Old Republic is they've never really 
fucked up big. They had kind of like a slump uh, where they, and they had to do this. They focused a lot more on the multiplayer PVP stuff and the, the housing, like they create like a housing system where you could get houses. Um, they also focused a lot on just all the sort of secondary stuff and they weren't focusing on the story, which is what people like. Like they're focusing on events and stuff. And so they fleshed that out and that was kind of like the lower point. And then once they started doing story again is when the game started, you know, increasing in popularity again. And so they've been back on story now for like the past three, four years. Good on them for, um, you know, fixing what they screwed up. That happens more times than these sort of things than they should. The Matrix Online has potential, but died off around the same time Storage Galaxy did. Yep, I played that before. The fuck? How do you play The Matrix Online? It was a cool game. You, like, jacked into The Matrix, and they asked you in the beginning, do you want to take the red pill or the blue pill? You hit the blue pill like the game crashes. <laughs> Yo. The early base game. Yeah, this red-pilled game. Like, it was kind of cool, but my problem with that game was, like, I didn't... Like, the Matrix... Like, it was cool to go and, like, jump around, like, Neo and shit, but, like, the combat was this weird, like, rock-paper-scissors thing. <laughs> and, um... The scenery, like, you know, it's just this mega city. kind of got boring to me. I'm but looking at it. screenshots, and it just looks so weird. Seeing the Matrix as an MMO is just weird as shit. It just looks like something that just doesn't work. No, it could have been good. I think there was, like, they had, like, you want to talk about story in a game, like that one, like, there was some cool story tidbits in there, like, in, like, real voice acting and stuff, but I think they kind of, there was a few things that went wrong, like, one, it was a really early game, like, MMO game, too, so I don't think that helped it that much, and there's other issues, like, the combat was shit, and it, it could be a little bit complicated, you know, Sorry, man, this is why Cyberpunk 2077 is going to fill this void. Well, it's not really an MMO. It's like a, supposed to be something else, right? Well, yeah, it's not an MMO. It's a, you know, it's like a GTA type game, but set in the future. But I think that's like the one that would like get this sort of stuff right. Uh, I'd hope. I mean, I like CG Project Red, but they they're not quite a triple uh, a in terms of like like they they did have some bugs in a few of those witcher games oh yeah i bet well they got There's, keanu on this project yeah like i have high hopes for it but the fact that it keeps getting delayed is kind of i mean i, I get that they're trying to um you know do some qa stuff oh but... do they have another delay of this game yeah it doesn't surprise because i noticed my pre-order got bumped like two months later. Oh, whoa, okay, here we go. We today we decided Middle East project by twenty one days. I fucking knew it. I knew they would do this. The new release date is sep December tenth. They must have delayed this game like three, four times. Mr. Yeah. Beast, what if they kept delaying it until twenty seventy seven? That's that's the joke. <laughs> like memes about that what will like, we I get for cyberpunk 2077 or covid19 vaccine 
Yeah, like I hope it's good. I I have high hopes for it. I just I don't know. Like they are a relatively small studio who's producing it. I think that's the problem, and it's not a like it's not the worst problem in the world because at least I would rather them delay and get it right rather than just fucking it up on launch, having a terrible launch. But I don't. Nice too if they would have taken this into account though. That's the other thing too, and I and I don't know how much COVID's honestly affecting this at all. To be honest, it shouldn't, but. I, that's the other thing too is like when you keep delaying it like you're gonna really like mess with people with that like this could be like the best game ever or like the most disappointing game ever well I don't know man like I remember when that sport game came out you want to talk about high expectations they were like oh it's an everything simulator and then you get to it and it's like this cartoony bullshit <laughs> like there's so much hype for that game but it like failed quite miserably on most counts oh the guy in chat has uh oh wait some of something else the guy in chat i think some of the matrix online said continue the movies human machine merovingan factions lol 10 week delay yeah it's likely lol the biggest challenge for us right now is shipping the okay this is what their statement says um the biggest challenge for us right now is shipping the game on current gen, next gen, and PC at the same time, which requires us to prepare and test nine versions of it. Xbox One slash X, compatible on Xbox Series SX, PS4 Pro, compatible on PS5, PC, Stadia, while working from home. Since Cyberpunk 2077 evolved towards almost being a next-gen title somewhere along the line. Yeah, that's basically what it is. We need to make sure everything works well and every version runs smoothly. We're aware it might seem unrealistic when someone says that 21 days can make diff any difference in such a massive and complex game, but they really do. Yeah, 21 days is a long time. Some of you might not be wondering, might also be wondering what these words mean in light of us saying we achieved gold master some time ago. Passing certification or going gold means the game is ready, can be complete, and has all content in it, but doesn't mean we stop working on raise the quality bar. On the contrary, this is the time where many improvements are being made, which will be distributed via a day one patch. This is the time period we undercalculated. We feel we have an amazing game on our hands and are willing to make every decision, even the hardest ones. If it ultimately leads to us getting a video game, you'll fall in love with. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I'm, I like that studio, but I just do think this is like a rookie, rookie mistake. Yeah, that's what you're gonna get when you don't, when you have a non-triple-A game developer basically making a triple-A game. I wish him the best, so like, I'll definitely buy it at some point. Like, you know, I'm probably gonna wait a little bit because I've been burned before in the past with pre-ordered games. And, I like to go and see how shit goes when it comes out. Yeah. Like, at least some gameplay footage. Because that, that's my thing, you know? Like, when I was a kid, I used to always fucking pre-order everything. But, you know, there's been a couple times, like, Spore was probably the big one. You know, there's a bunch of these other games, like, I played. I think I played, like, I don't know if it was Spore. It was, like, some Dragon Ball game or something. It was, like, really shitty quick-time event bullshit. And that was, like, nope. And ever since then, I really haven't pre-ordered anything. Mm. Now, if I ran to some money where I could get like one of them, like 3080s or whatever that comes with it, 
you know, that's a different story, but I don't have, I don't expect me to just drop $800 right now on a fucking graphics card, which, I mean, I'll use it and, and all, but, you know, I might just play fucking RuneScape on my computer, you know? I don't think that would be a uh, wise monetary investment. Yeah, because, like, when I made my pre-order for <clears throat> this game, it was on October 23rd, and it said I was expecting a January 11th, and I was like, well, that's... You know, that's, I guess, the COVID delay. But then it bumped up. I saw, like, a few days ago till February 1st. I was like, what? This game is supposed to come out this month. What What in the fucking world is that? And then now, another delay. Yep. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this doesn't come out till 2021. I think they should have just released it on, like, computer first. And then, you know, did all their other bullshit. Well, I think you would want to all launch on this on all consoles on day one, or like do the next gen. Like, cause see, that's you know this happened to like Grand Theft Auto too, when they had you know I think it was GTA Five when that first came out. They were having issues due to you know coming out in like multiple different consoles, and it does create situations like this where you end up getting delayed because you have to spend resources on you know, consoles that aren't quite up to par. And honestly, I, I would just nix the last-gen consoles for this game. i just keep it on with the next-gen ones because, you know. I bet blocked. there's a good reason for why they're doing that, but I was thinking the same thing, too. I mean, this game has been in development for, like, a decade, and I'm not even exaggerating. So... Do you think, do you think that was bad? Look at fucking, um, what was it? Is that old game? I can't remember the name of it. The Duke Nukem Forever. No, what I'm saying though is that I think at the time they started developing this game, they didn't have a lot of info on next-gen consoles. But I would think at this point there would be a more of a focus on it. But I don't know. I mean, was isn't the PS5 out now or something like that? I don't know. I didn't. I'm not buying fucking consoles anymore. No, I'm not either. But I saw like I Justine and some other YouTubers like had them. Oh yeah, they're on eBay. Let's see. Is it available now? It, I think it is. Witcher Four could be exclusive to next gen PS5, Xbox Series X. I thought they said they weren't making any more Witcher games. That's what I thought. Like, unless it's going to be some sort of prequel or sequel or plays like Siri or something. Oh, yeah, the PS5 comes out November 12th. That's it. So I guess the reviewers just got their hands on early, as they always do. Yeah, those fucking reviewers, and, and they probably give, oh, you've got a great 10 out of 10 console. Yeah. I just like, don't I get like excited that. about consoles anymore, especially when PCs can do so much more. And on a bigger screen, well, not a bigger screen, but, you know, like your bigger setup, you can put on a bigger screen or smaller screen, have your keyboard and mouse, you can Discord, you can stream. Well, I think, well, you can stream now on consoles. Like, they, well, you they can, do have a lot of, they the do same. have a lot of that stuff now, but, like, it's not the sort same. Of, my sort of, well, it's probably easier, honestly. It is, but, like, I like being able to, configure my OBS on here, pull up my YouTube, all that shit. 
I mean, with the consoles, though, it's for people who don't want to go and dump, like, a shit ton of money on, like, a computer. Exactly. And, like, I, I can see that, like, and the fact that, and the one thing I do like about consoles, though, is that they, at least for now, they still are ma making, like, physical releases, like, physical discs. Yeah. That's the one thing I wish uh, this Cyberpunk game had, because I ordered the physical copy just to have it. I think it'd be cool to have but it comes with a code you know there's no disc which I get is I mean when you're gonna have a gaming PC odds are you're gonna have a disc in it no disc not necessarily like a lot of them don't even come with disc drives like when I bought mine it didn't... oh really yeah they've been uh... I mean you can always buy an external one but now it's like honestly there's not as many situ like it's surprisingly easy to like not have a disc drive anymore no i like, do know that but i thought with gaming pcs it'd be different but i guess not no because that's more room for you to go and throw like coolers and shit yeah i guess that makes sense yeah that makes sense and the thing is you know there's very few pc games that are physical anymore yeah well yeah i mean like, so many people buy shit on like the origin or <laughs> epic games or all those steam and i like that like don't get me wrong i just wish like when you get the physical copy if they gave you like a backup disc for the game and like the code you know i hope it doesn't like expire something stupid like that probably does or use it soon yeah as soon as you get it pretty much use it because like some chinese guy or whatever could go and like try to brute force it yeah remember there used to be a problem with the wii like i used to fuck around with that stuff i just put in random codes and like sometimes i get stuff oh yeah somebody found boxes in a factory of the ps5 i think what do you think of the design of it i thought the ps5 looks pretty cool looks like did alienware make that or something so it kind of looks like one of their computers it does yeah no, see, I never had a PS4. Me neither. I only had a PS2. I had, I had, a, I had a PS4. I, I, I thought it was nice. Like, I thought it looked kind of cool. Like, I mean, it was practical, you know. It, was two, it looked like almost two, like, PS1s or PS2s put together. But, when you look at the PS3 now, it looks ugly as shit. Oh, yeah. No, that thing was, like, a monstrosity. It was giant. But it was actually ahead of its time, so it used, to, like, a weird, like, cell processor or something. Like and it it didn't operate in the same way that like an x eighty six processor would do things. I I remember saving up for the PS three back in middle school. I um, remember how big of a deal that thing was. Dude, I fucking I I think I I got it, but like the Xbox three sixty, like everyone played the three sixty. Not as many people played the PS three, but honestly, the PS three was pretty cool because you could like run Linux on there. Like, they allowed you... That was one of the selling points, and they stopped it after a while. But, like, you could do a lot of really cool things with it. Not I that I actually that. did any of those, but you could. Yeah, I feel like the 360 and the PS3 were, like, the big, big consoles of our childhoods, if you would call it that. And the Wii, of course. That's, like, in its own category. But, like, of the main ones, the 360 and the 3 were, like, to me, those were, like, the biggest in terms of just being a sensation and moving things, you know, being the 
stand like the biggest jump it felt like oh yeah no it was like compare like the xbox 360 to like a xbox original it's like night and day yeah like the quality there is you, you just can't compare it or even ps2 to ps3 like yeah yeah that too like that was a pretty huge jump but like the thing is with the ps3s a lot of developers didn't quite know how to optimize their games for it like I think Uncharted was like one of the ones that did, and that's why it looks so beautiful in comparison. Like I never played it, but I've seen like videos of it for being like a two generations old game. Like it still looks fucking beautiful. Mm. But you know, because they use this like autistic, like cell based processor, you know, it, it didn't really. Developers don't know how to program for that efficiently because everyone's used to x86. Like, I mean, a, a long, long time ago, it used to be a lot harder to go and, like, port games because they used to all use their own, like, custom processors and all these different functions. But then, like, really the 360 and, like, the Xbox original, I think, was actually pretty decently easy to compute on because it was, like, it's one of those weird things where it's hard to emulate it, but, like, it was based off of some pretty um, basics or, like, like it was similar to a windows computer at the time from what i understand but but it was a fucking powerhouse but like it just didn't have that many original games back then but you know like the fucking nintendo though they're they're the weird ones if you think about like they they've always done things like kind of differently like and like ever since really the gamecube they've kind of been and i kind of like it though because honestly i think most computers are probably going to you know outperform and outprice eventually like the gaming consoles and if it's just graphics and power you're better off going with a computer but what a computer can't do is be a fucking Wii you know no computers I mean you probably could do some stuff now with like uh, what you call it like VR but like like look at the Switch you know it's a fucking portable gaming console and it's not like a tablet where all the games are shit like these are real games you can go and bring it with you like, it's decent in both modes. You can still do with the little controller things. Like, I think you can even use it like a Wiimote in some instances. I haven't really played any games that required that. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's something else, and I, and I like that. Like, they're probably going to be the ones, like Nintendo, the ones that survive. Because they knew how to innovate. In a day and age where everyone has, like, a fucking powerful computer, how can you make it worthwhile to buy your console when you can probably buy the games cheaper on Steam anyways? You know, and like Xbox, I think they've been trying to like turn into like an infotainment system, like especially with the Xbox uh, One or whatever. I like that idea, honestly, because then you can have your Blu-ray player and your gaming console all in one thing. Oh, no, it wasn't just that. Like the PS4 did that as well. But like, yeah, I, I think the Xbox, Xbox uh, One or whatever, the the yeah not the 360 but the one after that they took it a step further and like you could do like picture in picture and like they had all the like they really pushed like all these different like abilities like view like you could hook up your cable box to your fucking xbox like you it went a little bit too far i think but the thing is you know that people tend to forget is that even if the xbox one does shit you know Microsoft isn't going to stop making games because they have one of the biggest markets right now. That's computers. You know, everyone who's anything with fucking gaming has like a Windows-based computer. 
or has, you know, at, like, even if they don't have a Windows-based computer, they have a virtual machine that can run Windows for the most part, you know. I'm looking, too, at the timeline of these game launches and the console launches on this Forbes article. And I think they're, the uh, delay for the Cyberpunk game is absolutely the reason that they're giving, but I think there's some strategy in when they're scheduling the, the, re, the release of it because on November 10th, which is actually a little over a week away, is when the Xbox Series X and S comes out. Same day as that comes out, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Destiny 2, Borderlands 3, patch stuff for their next-gen shit, and another game. And then November 12th, so that's two days after, is the PS5 launch. New Spider-Man game, Demon Souls, Godfall, and then the day after, it's Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. So... After all that dust settles, you get to December, and that's when Cyberpunk comes out. Yeah, and you also have to think, like, you know, Christmas, too. Yeah, you gotta get out before Christmas. And that's the thing, that if Cyberpunk has another delay, oh, God, their sales are gonna really hurt. I mean, I think they're still gonna, you know, sell them like hotcakes, but I think they're gonna really get hit if they miss that Christmas deadline and with the covid delays and shipping like man but people download this shit now anyway so maybe it doesn't matter well i think that could help them out like if people buy it like that like because of this covid thing yeah they buy it digitally a lot more people are playing games than they used to like i had a friend of mine that's true who got laid off and you know he because the unemployment thing you know, you able to basically do nothing and get paid. Well, yeah, I probably, I start playing fucking Minecraft. Well, I mean, I was doing it before then, but I got more into it recently because of COVID. Apparently, their stocks fell twenty five percent recently after this announcement. CG you know product red. I didn't even know they're a publicly traded company. I Me neither. <laughs> we should invest in them. Yeah, I have, to, I have to look into that. I probably should. That actually would be a smart investment, I think. Uh, it depends. If the they blow be, up, I think right now the problem is the expectation is pretty much sky high, and if they don't meet those expectations, that's going to be an issue. Right. But how much is their stock going for right now? Uh, we can check that. Well, I'm just seeing because apparently I'm trying to read if this headline's fake news or not. It said CG Product Red has lost billions owing to Cyberpunk 2077 delays. I think they're just talking about billions in stocks. I don't. Maybe people cancel their orders or something. Nah. I don't or like maybe they had fulfillment contracts with Walmart and like retailers, because I I I can't see them as being a public. I don't think they're a publicly traded company. I mean, I don't think they're. Yeah, I don't think. I don't see how they would be, but you never know. Let's go to the Robin Hood. And then we'll shut her down soon. I have one more thing I was going to talk about, and then we'll shut her down. Alright. I'm still here. If you... Yeah, if you want to talk about anything, go for it. All I I was going to say, too, is like... I don't know, but like... Maybe it's just because I'm busy with college, but like... I don't have as much time to game as I used to. So like that's another reason. That's like another reason why I don't, why I haven't gotten a console because like 
the one thing I like about my iPad and the one thing I like about my, you know, phone and even my MacBook to a certain extent is, you know, I can take those things with me, right? But like with a console, you know, you're you're tied, you're tied, you know, to the TV in your house or wherever. Unless you get a switch. True. That 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 is that is true, but like I'm well, like if if Sony were to if Sony came out with something like the Switch, then I would buy it. But um, like I I don't know, I just I don't. We only have one TV, you know, in the house, and uh, my parents. Um, you know they're watching they're watching TV and you know like I only like really the only time I get to game on like a console is when I have the house to myself for like a long weekend or something like that yeah yeah and that's the thing too about consoles that you're kind of even though they can be moved around you're kind of stuck to the TV so like it's it's just it's not worth like dropping you know like and the thing of it is is for what they are they're not that i mean i suppose it depends on how much you use them but like for me it's just not that affordable like i like there are there are only like two or three games i want to play on the ps4 and like it's and like it's not worth dropping 400 bucks just to play the new spider-man game yeah, and these, I honestly, like, I remember, like, when the PS2 and the Wii were coming out, like, those were only, like, I mean, the Wii was cheaper, but I remember the PS2 was only, I think, $200. These next-gen consoles are, like, double or triple that inflation. price. There is inflation, yeah, but they are more expensive. And you have to think, too, like, back in the day when they, like, the N64, like, those were actually pretty, exp- like, they were oh, yeah. not that like especially with inflation like even the games themselves they would have been more expensive than what we we're paying today you know so that's oh and that's... you and the games were way less like you know there's way less i want there was basically there's... way less work put into in terms of like detail and graphics and everything else the sound the music well it's not even just that like you block people forget about this but like i've played like emulate games like there is a lot of trash games back in those days and if you're paying like you know, the equivalent of, like, $70 or whatever, possibly more for a fucking game, and then you get, like, a garbage game, like, no. Like, at least today you have, like, YouTube and, like, all this other stuff. But um, on that sort of note, too, back then, computers, for the most part, like, they were more expensive, more hard to make yourself, and they didn't have as, you know, like, it was more cost-effective to game, like, on a, on a dedicated console for the most part because you know it was a pain in the ass you had to solder things you know especially like back with like the super nintendo and stuff like you know they did have games and stuff like doom but um like on the pc but you know like it, it was a lot more difficult to you know game on pcs back then i i would say compared to today where it's pretty much you know there's so much youtube tutorials like the parts they interchange a lot better you know we don't we only have really you know, one major operating system for 
video games, not including Mac, because they're not even really fucking in that race for gaming at least. So like, and back then, you know, like before, like before the two thousands, like like the nineties and like eighties and stuff, you could potentially have like a bunch of different like computer operating systems, like fucking ZX Spectrums and like all these other things, and you know that would be a pain to ask for programmers to do shit with and you have to make sure you get the right game. Like, all in all, it's a lot better now than it was back then, I think. Oh, in yeah. a lot of Games ways. are way more easily accessible. You can do, tri- you know, um, a tr- I don't want to say trial, but like you basically like a trial, like you can test run it sometimes. But some of these other, you know, those games back in the day, you had to buy it, pick it up at the store and pop it in. I mean, now you literally just can go on Steam or the PlayStation Store or whatever and just download it. Well, to be fair, though, back then, too, they had, like, blockbusters and stuff a lot more readily available. Like, there is one place I know, like, near me that does still offer, like, video game and movie rentals, but that's pretty rare to find. But back then, they were everywhere because, you know, especially with... And, like, that was a big thing with them, like, with video games. That was a big-ticket item. And that... That did give you some edge in there, and that was a whole other ecosystem almost. But today, do they you have? Know, like, yeah. Oh, I was gonna uh, keep going. No, but like today, you do have YouTube videos. Some games do allow trials. Not not as many as they're used to, though. I I, I feel like I haven't really played a good game trial in a while. Yeah, but I noticed that too. And then also, doesn't PlayStation have a thing now? That's kind of like a Netflix for video games, where you like pay a monthly fee to have access to all the games i don't know if it's i know xbox there's like a game like they all do something similar to that where i don't know if it's every game but it's like a good portion of them and that is that is an interesting thing i don't know if i'd subscribe to that myself just because i don't you know I, i i don't play enough different games each month for that to be worthwhile but for some people, that might make sense, like especially if you like playing certain games. But I think they're more for older games. I think not, not like retro games, but like not your like just released game because they don't want anything. That could happen though is like I don't know if it's you. I know I feel this way, but I think some people are gonna start feeling this way more. Is that? Everybody wants to play the new Call of Duty, but nobody wants to pay for it because it feels ridiculous that you're basically paying like a yearly fee to pay the newest Call of Duty, which is really just the same game but with some different, slightly different things. So I wonder if some of these game series, series like Call of Duty will become kind of like software where you have like a paid option, you can pay it, keep it forever, or subscription option where you always get the latest one, kind of like the Adobe Creative Cloud, but for Call of Duty. Well, they had like Game Pass, like or what was that season passes? But like that was for the uh, what you to call it for the map packs and stuff. Like at least for the new Call of Duties, like I don't know, like I, I enjoyed the last Call of Duty, and I think that one's going to keep going for a while because. Honestly, they did a really good job, and I played the beta for uh, Black Ops 3 or whatever the fuck it was, or 4, whatever they're calling it now. Like, the new Cold War. Yeah, and I I really wasn't that impressed, like, compared to what I saw with Modern Warfare. Now, maybe that was just the beta, but I don't know. 
I feel like the other Call of Duty was just better in general. But I, I do think that that was a big deal at one point. I think that game companies kind of did see what was going on there with some of it. Like, you know, I know, I think it's didn't Assassin's Creed take a break for a little while. They did. Yeah, because that, that was a major concern. Cause, like, when you just keep pumping out releases year after year, people are not going to be as interested in actually playing it. You know, paying Same out thing this happened money. Star Wars. They did a movie every year, and it turned out, whoa, we can't do that. Yeah, like I and I think that's when you start to see too, like these sort of like indie games who are not AAA games. You know, like fucking like the Soul series. Like that's what a lot of people like about that. They didn't do it like every single year, but when it did come out, for the most part, they're pretty good games. You know, yeah, totally. and it was something you CD Projekt Red. It's like. They're like that artist that doesn't release an album, you know, till every five years, but when they do, it's a big deal. Yeah, now with that, with that game company, like, you, you have to, I mean, you have all those Witcher games. Like, I'd, I recommend that you play a few of them, because, like, really, I don't know, like, the first one was, like, a dumpster fire. Like, at least, you know. Where shit gets real, and it's, like, a proper game. I mean, the second one felt like a, um, uh, what, what you call it, like a trailer or something for the third game. Yeah. Like, it was it was actually pretty pretty well done, like, visually. I, I thought it was good, but, you know, the com like, it was just way too short. Like, the first one, I, that took me a long time to do. I can look at my Steam statistics at some point, but it was, like, to beat it once, it took me forever. And the second one, it took me, like, maybe 30 hours to beat it which really isn't that much for a game now now the third one that one's taking me the longest and that one's definitely you know they put their time into it i don't think i don't know there's better open world games than that and and honestly too like that whole genre of open world like i think there's a lot of stuff that calls itself open world and there's not so many things actually are open world because a lot of like open world games just it almost feels like mayhem simulators than an actual open world game you know and i don't think it did it like especially like when you compare it to other games that we have now like you have breath of the wild and i guess that would have been around that witcher three time too you know yeah, and like red dead redemption too like you there yeah so i think that came out after witcher three breath of the wild I think so. Yeah, let me check. I think that came out for the Wii U originally, and they ported it over to the Switch. But yeah. Later. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. That's the last Zelda. Well, no, there was another. There was one other Zelda game after this, wasn't there? And it was like one of those smaller ones that no one really cares about. Probably it was like a port. Yeah, Breath ported. of the Wild was 2017. Yeah, The Witcher 3 came out way before that. When did Witcher 3 come out? It must have been 2015, 14. Yeah, 2015. Did it? Yep. But even then, like, you can still compare it to, like, some of the other, like, big open world games. It, 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 was, it was a fun, like, it's definitely fun and all, but, like, there's some things that just get really annoying in there, like the inconsistent fall damage stuff. Like, original Red Dead Redemption, I think. Maybe in Red Dead 2 came out before them. I know the original one did. Original was, one, I think so. Red Dead Two came out recently, like a year or two ago. Yeah, I mean there was other open world games like fucking look at Oblivion. 
Yeah, Red Dead 2 was 2018. That was after um, both Witcher 3 and Breath of the Wild. Yeah, but like, I don't know, like, you know, there's other open world games that do it significantly better, in my opinion. Like, it just, it feels like if you don't take into account the open world part, it's actually, don't compare it to those games. It's, it's pretty good. It's probably one of the better of the Witcher ones. But like, you compare that to a proper open world game, like, you know, we're talking, what you call it, you know, like Elder Scrolls, Fallout, one of those it doesn't quite meet those expectations for when people think of an open world game. But what about the time it came out? Oblivion and Skyrim have been out for... Well, Skyrim came out, like, a shit long ago. Like, it, that, that's been out for a while. Even for, like, 2015, 2016. You know, it... Like, the open world... Like, there's good aspects to it. I just don't think that they. I think that the open world thing just didn't quite feel there yet with that company, at least. Mm-hmm. Like, especially when you consider, you know, when you consider stuff now, definitely not. But like even back then, there was some other games and stuff that I, I feel did it better. So would you say like, it's kind of a little overrated? I believe. I I think so. Like the story, the storyline's great storyline's great the open world needs some work you know because it just doesn't feel like you can really i don't know like the exploration like the fall damage is like inconsistent and weird like you know if you're on your horse and you fall off a fucking cliff you'll survive but if you like fall off like a little ledge while not and you have like your fucking shield up like you know you'll survive or no you'll die from that like stuff just doesn't make sense so much with that you know like at least at least for me there's some things over here that i i feel could have been done better well i'm googling witcher 4 and i'm getting articles one from just three days ago it says the witcher 4 is definitely happening all right well hey i'm i'll, I'll happily be well, I I just think that it's not going to be starring Geralt. That's what they're be. saying. Yeah, that Geralt isn't going to be the in it at all. They said CG Project Red's hard work at Cyberpunk 2077, but however, the president Adam Krasinski has said this year. Oh, shut the fuck up, Ed. Um, has said this year. It, there's a relatively clear concept for uh, the next Witcher game, and the full production would begin immediately after Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, so they're making a Witcher 4, but dude, that's not going to come out until another like four or five years. Yeah, do you think that CD Projekt Red will grow into a fucking AAA company? That's what I'm thinking of, and that's why I say the stocks are tempting. Cause it, I could see it. I really could see it, especially if they make a shit. If they make like, not necessarily GTA tier money, because that's like I don't know stratosphere, but like kind of like the next big thing with their cyberpunk game, and then Witcher Four, I could see them being, you know, triple A. Well, the way they're making out that that cyberpunk game, it's either gonna be fucking amazing, or if it's not. 
it is going to tank the stocks. I don't know if they'll be able to recover if it's not like a fucking masterpiece because that's what people are expecting right now. Exactly. It's a make or break game for that company. And I think that's the scary part because it's been so overhyped. You got Keanu Reeves on there. You got like this, you know, talking to Elon Musk with the Cybertruck. You know, like well, I the hope Cybertruck, re- that, that, this is what we have to do with the Cybertruck. Well, no, like, didn't they mention that was going to be in the game? Like, there was some back and forth on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is, actually. And that sort of shit that drives, you know, it gives them press, but also drives the hype because it's like, oh, you know, it's going to be this really awesome game. And I imagine if it's shit and, you know, like, Elon Musk will be like, you know, you put, why do you put my truck in your shit game? (laughs) Like, he'd probably say something like that. It's like, don't buy my stocks, bro. Just because you made a game like shit. And he'd probably say something like that. I couldn't blame either because that's, you know. Well, see, the reason I'm not too worried is because people that have seen the gameplay footage, like, played in front of them and private screens have said, like, it's amazing, you know, game-changing shit. I I hope. I I hope to. I'm not saying it's certain, but I'm just saying that there's... I don't want to say it's it's a safe risk, but it's like it's not as risky as it may seem. If you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I have to. I'll take a look at their stocks at some point. And I'll see if it's uh, worth. How much? How much was it valued at? Uh, I forget. I sent you the link. Yeah, I did. I'm in the middle of fucking hell. Stop <laughs> We'll put a pause on that and then open up your stocks. Cyberpunk 2077 received more pre-orders than The Witcher 3. One third of PC sales were done through GOG.com. That's insane. Well, One yeah, that's third. their main way of making money. That's that's going to be interesting how that plays out. Yeah. Because he, people, for, people do forget about that. That's the other game marketplace. Oh my god, anime. Why is he make, are they making like a cyberpunk anime now? <laughs> it says adaptations include comic book series, card game, and an anime. Oh boy. <laughs> Your new favorite anime? <laughs> After Samurai Jack? It's not freaking anime. I will, when I get my car back, I'll crash it into your home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'll, I'll total my car just so that you don't say that again. Oh One of my coworkers said that to him, pissed me off. I'm like, dude, get off your ass <laughs> and knock doors. I've shit on my show. Oof. Let's look it up. Cyberpunk 20. Oh, I could say that now since I'm like his boss, technically. He was trying to tell me what to do today. I was like, no, 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 honey. No, no, no. Cyberpunk 2077 anime series in the work at Netflix. Of course, Netflix wants to make a fucking anime series. <laughs> Dude, they're making this game big as shit. Coming 2022. Yeah, this game is like, it's insane. Because it's not just a game. There's a comic, there's a fucking show, and there's, um, you know, all these like artists putting music in it. I think they're making like um like music just for the game like ASAP Rocky some other big names 
it's like, dude, it's a huge bet. And I think this is what video games are going to become is like, I don't want to say they're like movies because they kind of aren't already in a way, you know, they're, they're, the industry is bigger than people realize. But I think you're going to see more of this where when a video game comes out, there's also a show, a movie, in addition to all the merchandise. Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely a big business. Like, they've already made a shit ton of money. Like, I think, what was it, like, didn't they already cross over at some point in the world, like, in terms of making more money than movies at one point? I think so, which is, like, weird to think about. And I think it, it's surprising that they don't feel bigger than movies. Or are I, they? Well, I mean, you have to think, too. Like, it's easy to go make a movie because you have... You know, you don't have to, like, necessarily, unless it's, like, an animated movie or, like, a lot of special effects. It's easy to make a movie. I'll remember that. Comparatively <laughs> to a video game where you have to go and, like... Yeah. Especially, like, a AAA game where you have to go and, like, model every single fucking, like, hair follicle. Unless you're making, like, an animated movie, which is a separate thing. But usually those things, you know... That's a different story. But Yo. it's it's a different thing, and like if you had to go and code everything, make sure people can't like break it and hack it and all this other shit, you know, it's stuff you don't have to worry about with movies necessarily. It's a lot of extra work. It says this is an article from 2019. Video games are now bigger than music and movies combined. And it's only now grown because can you imagine with COVID? Absolutely. No one's going out to the movie theaters. Everyone's got, like, a lot of people have fucking game systems. And then there's also consider the fact that with video games, there's now streaming's a whole big business because of fucking video games. Like, game streaming was never a thing till all these video games were blowing, you know, on these newer consoles were blowing up and all that shit. And it's just, man, it's wild. Yeah. I almost want to get into like making games or something like that now. Do you not? You do I know not I don't want to. But I think oh my, my job is hard I, now. Like my brother used to, he didn't even make the game to like a fucking QA tester, but I know people who like, I think they made like one of the guys who was working, like my brother was working at Our Scrolls Online. They both went to the same place. They both worked at the same place, but like, it's not easy. They're probably one of the better ones, like especially AAA studio. Oh like they're, God. like there's lawsuits and shit all the time about like unpaid overtime and this and that and like working conditions are pretty terrible. It's like, like worse. it's harder than my job, I bet. Oh well, yeah, because these people could be making a shit ton of money coding for like Facebook or Amazon. Gotta think about that too, like the opportunity costs, and they're not getting paid as much as those software developers, even though they're probably doing like similarly hard things, if not harder, because you know, there's AI in video games, there's all this other shit you have to worry about, and like the crunch time, it gets really insane over here, whereas you won't have that as much for some of those other companies that are just like sort of maintaining services. What does crunch time mean? Like that's right, like probably right now for probably, actually probably would have been a month ago to right now for like CD Projekt Red, like when the game's about to come out, it goes in the crunch time. And you're going to be working like insane overtime and 
basically kind of like what actually probably what you have right now with like the campaign that's what i was thinking it says right here actually i found some in this article during crunch time crunch periods are times when developers are trying to finish a game that's what it sounds like it's like the final stage of the game the finishing of it um 35 percent report 50 hour to 59 hour work weeks while 28 percent report 60 to 69 hours and 13 percent declared weeks exceeding 70 hours at the office over half the sample reported that there were in crunch more than twice in the past two years yep it's not a uh i mean similar to what you have going on right now but you know these people it's it's pretty common and it happens yeah. all the time it probably lasts probably around the same time of the year like see you actually probably if you could handle what you're doing right now you could probably do it if you had the skills to do that Gee, I, that's a lot I have only right. three more days left and i can't handle it yeah that's a lot of fucking programming to like very very tough hey, at least they're not knocking doors yeah, that's cheap. I'll put see do I have any spare money I can throw that way? Well, we're gonna close her down since we're getting late and I know we all have a lot to do. I'm gonna buy those Star Wars games and oh we gotta figure out the show for Tuesday. We definitely need to do that. Well, we're gonna close this down, shut her down, and see you guys on Tuesday. Thanks for watching and or, and or listening. Yep. Like and share. Subscribe. Same with Sam shit. He's awesome. Sam underscore NWGC on Twitter. Yep. Nailed it. Follow him. He's great. See you guys. Have a nice night. And wash your hands. Now. And we're ended.